Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Defenders of the Earth. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet. Well, how far is your microphone away from you, Mason? So close. Now it's close. He wasn't close before. Believe me, everybody. Mm. Uh, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, my co-host, barely professional uh, all of the time, Nick Mason. That's right. That's what you love about me. Mm, right, and if that's what you love about him. I'm the baby. <laughs> oh, God. That little dinosaur. I do. Dinosaurs. Yeah, you got to love me and whatever. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to, if you want to, you know, get me in a real gotcha situation, James, you're going to have to set up video stuff because there's no way to prove that <laughs> oh, the microphone wasn't, that it wasn't really far away That's true because me. you put it in close before. Um, no, I didn't. It was always close. Oh. It, was close oh. it was close to my heart, oh. like the listeners. See, now everyone's on my side and not on your side. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm so mad. You're an old grump. You're an old, an old mad grump. grump. And I'm, I'm the baby. you got to love me. That's true. Yeah. Well, Mason, thank God we'll be joined later by people more professional than you. A couple thank of God, the honestly. Aunt- Look, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> a couple of the Auntie Donna fellas are going to be stopping by to talk about, about big, big time cameos in movies. And That's just. Right. And just whatever comes up. Having a bit I mean? of a muck around. Just having I a think. bit of a muck around, which I'm really looking forward to. And so is everybody Speaking else. Speaking of professionalism, yeah. we assumed that the movie Renfield was going to be coming out this week That's in what Australia. We were talk about. Because it's coming out everywhere else in the world. And so we're like, we'll get the, the boys, the Auntie Donna boys, we'll to watch to the movie Renfield. Mm. Uh, and then it turns out. It's not out for six years here. Hollywood's <laughs> given us a real switcheroo, and it's not out till May, I think. End yeah. of May. School holidays. That's why. Oh, okay, right. They got us. Yeah, school kids are going to love watching that Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Holtz. No, we're in school holidays. Oh, we're in school holidays yeah. now. You okay. don't know that. No, I don't but know I that. But I know that. Okay, all right. Yeah, absolutely. But do you know what else we're talking about before they get here, Mason? What's that? Mario being big movie. Oh, big Mario We're going to talk movie. about an update on the El Muerto movie. Oh, no. Oh, don't, don't just... It's okay. Oh, you're saying it's it's going ahead? Yeah, that's... Yeah. It's going ahead double. Double. They're making two. Okay, back great. To back. Based um, on the two issues that he <laughs> appeared in. Exactly. There's trailers Ahoy for Dracula on a Boat, The Continental, The Marvels. Mm. Um, we've also got some casting for both Blade and Deadpool 2. News in terms of... Oh, it's more casting in terms of uh, DC casting for the ah. new DC U, Mason. Oh, yes. Big changes over at HBO Max, including a number of shows and movies announced. And, and the, it's just called Max now. And it's just called Max now. And in a, the tradition of Stan I and Dave, it. if you're in the UK. Oh, Dave, yeah. Mm. Is that a Red Wolf reference? No, I think it's just because they're like it's a. I think when it they so the joke is like this is for you, a yeah, a Dave. Dave, yeah, you're a, you're a Dave, exactly, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, and um, MGM stuff as well, the brands. 
ran stuff on the back mm. end. It sounds more interesting than it is. It's not that interesting. It's more depressing. Yeah. That's not that depressing, but it is interesting. Pretty depressing. Here we go, Mason. So Once you factor in, you know, everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In life. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty depressing. It's pretty depressing. So, Mason, Mario is the biggest movie ever. It's true. I'm I'm mad about it. Oh, yes. (laughs) Because it's... What is it this way? I can't remember. What, what's the narrative now on Mario? Ah, uh, it's anti woke. It's anti woke, and yeah. so that's why it's so big and people are, are mad are about it. Are flocking to it because they're like, <laughs> finally, a movie that's anti woke <laughs> is the is the narrative. Depending on depending on the videos that YouTube is serving you, sure, that might absolutely. be the narrative. Yes, yeah, because it's interesting because initially it was it was too woke. That's right, because of the Princess Peach was all girl boss. But now that it's doing well, it's like this is ours now. This is ours, and and you're mad about it. Yeah. You're mad that people are flocking to. A franchise that's been popular for 40 years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. So not surprising. Uh, it, it immediately became, in the first weekend, the biggest video game adaptation of all time. Uh, the last numbers I checked, it was somewhere around $660 million worldwide More already. than Assassin's Creed. More than Assassin's Creed somehow. With Michael Fassbender, With Michael I Fassbender think. Michael Fassbender some, somehow. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And maybe Marianne Cotillard. Is Michael Fassbender married to... Alicia Vikander. Yes. So they're both, they're both done video game, game characters. I stand them in love. In love. I stand them also. I ship them and I stand them. <laughs> Not their real relationship. I can take care away that. that. But what if Assassin's Creed kissed Lara Croft? <laughs> can you imagine that? You should have said, what if Assassin's Creed kissed Tomb Raider, Mason? No, 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 no. no. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I guess it doesn't. No sense at all. So, yeah, there you go. This will continue to do well for a while. I don't know when. Oh, the- what's in this tomb that I'm raiding currently? Oh, it's Assassin's Creed. <laughs> he's in a sarcophagus or whatever. No, he's in a stack of hay. He would be in a stack of hay. Oh, ancient hay. <laughs> oh, this is from a thousand years ago. Oh, what's in here? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> it's me, Assassin's Creed. This hay left me per- perfectly preserved for a thousand years. Uh, so yeah, there you go. So this will this will have a run for a while, and mm. it'll probably hit a billion at some point. Could be the biggest movie of the year. Depending. Well, it's fortunate yeah. that they haven't decided to give it a you know two week run in cinemas and then dump oh, it on no, streaming. Yeah, very smart. Yeah, but uh, as far go. as we know, as far as we know. So there you go. Um, we got a review. We talked about it last week. We thought it was fine. Um, yeah, so you <laughs> it's know, true. Yes, make it out what you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good kids movie though. Like if you got mm. kids, they'll probably enjoy it. Yeah. Um, or if you're an adult man, I see your comments. I know you're mad. <laughs> you're mad about it. You might be like, "What did you expect, Citizen Kane?" Yes, no. <laughs> I did. Quite frankly, yes. It's weird that it's like that's what Chris Pratt <laughs> promised me. He why, said, "Why would anybody? Nothing, Citizen Kane. Like, what a what a weird thing to jump to." We uh-huh. talked about this before the show, and, and you were like, "No, like Puss in Boots." Like, that's pretty good. I've heard like, that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's fine. Yeah, just something as good as that. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's doing super well, and I'm mad about it, Mason. I'm mad about it. Mm. Uh, anyway, this is via Time magazine. Oh, yes. Uh, they spoke to Bad Bunny about his El Muerto movie that's mm-hmm, in the works. Mm-hmm. Now, just for a bit of background, last year Sony Pictures announced that he would star in a Spider-Man spin-off called El Muerto as Marvel's first Latino superhero. And, of course, Spider-Man spin-off is doing a lot of heavy lifting there. Mm-hmm. He was a character who appeared in, I think, two or three issues of Batman. Friend Batman. That's right. Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, I think, which was one of the like the the spin-off comics, you know, exactly. that was around for a while and then disappeared. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, they're like, well, we, we got to get this, got to get make this happen, you know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's not anymore, or it's on hiatus. Wow, let me talk about it, Mason. So at the time, uh, it was said that the role was perfect for him as he grew up watching wrestling and called his 2021 WWE WrestleMania debut as the best day of his life. And he named his children El Muerto. My goodness. All of them. All of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But during their interview, the time with Time Magazine one, 
Uh, he feigned confusion when asked about the movie and said no filming had taken place yet. I mean, that we know. Then he said there was a gas leak and he's yeah. like, oh, I'm getting quite lightheaded. Uh, his publicist said that the movie was at a standstill. Sorry, I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> but you're right here, Bad Bunny. No, no, I'm going through a tunnel. That you're breaking up, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'll call you back. Mm. But then his publicist says that, said that it's at a standstill, but then later clarified that it's in development. Okay. So I think right. they should have said we better so it's in development. Don't say standstill. Mm. But a representative from Sony, actually, this is interesting, uh, declined to comment. Interesting. On the record. On one of the things they are supposedly making. <laughs> yeah, so there you the go. The people sort of behind the nuts and bolts of the whole situation declined to comment. It's really interesting. I think that's good. I think it's good too. Might it's be a going good through sign. a tunnel, so that's okay. And Sony is probably going through a tunnel, yes. <laughs> well, they've got... Sorry, the building's going through a tunnel. <laughs> they've got Sorry. Madam Web coming out, speaking of Spider-Man spin-offs. Allegedly. And they've got Craven coming out. They've both, at yeah. the very least, filmed. So, uh, yeah. So that's good. At the very least, we've seen Aaron Taylor-Johnson running down a street wearing a shirt and tie or whatever. <laughs> yep. Looking sort of like he's in an action sequence. Or he's running from a funeral. He might be <laughs> running from a funeral, that's right. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so I, maybe, I, he's, maybe he was going through a tunnel. He might be. Yeah. So do you think this is going to happen? Yeah. Do you? Maybe not with Bad Bunny. Yeah. Maybe once they've... I don't know. I'm not in the rap game, Mason. How famous is Bad Bunny? Very famous. More famous than, say, the guy who wears the clock? Flavor Flav <laughs> yeah, yeah. from Public Enemy. yeah. Yeah, more famous than that, I think. More yeah. famous than Vanilla Ice. More famous than Vanilla Ice, yes. Does he also wear a clock? Vanilla Ice, no, he doesn't. Does he have a watch? I've never, I've never looked at. <laughs> okay, interesting. Well, that's yeah. good. I... But like, he will get. I think he got for Coachella. I think he got five million dollars for like one set. Oh my god! Um, so like forty minutes at Coachella, five million dollars. So let me check how many Instagram he has. He'd have so many Instagram. It says none. That can't be right. Are you sure you're looking? He's got two posts. Maybe he deletes and he's got 45 million followers. But, you know, they're probably, it's probably bots. Probably bots. It's mostly. probably bots. If I don't know that much about him, that means he's probably not that famous. That's very If I've true, heard of him but don't know yeah, that yeah, much yeah. about him. That's you in all the Twitter comments when it's like, you know, Taylor Swift releases a new album and there's some comment. About, well, I've never heard of it. I don't even care I don't know. Why don't, get, why don't you maybe tell me something relevant or whatever? I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I like real music. That's right. That is me. Yeah, that is you. <laughs> and good for you. You keep you keep engagement going on social what media. What happened to real music? That's right. Why am I musical on Golden Oldies now? When did that happen? Taylor Swift, what about James Taylor? You know? <laughs> what about him? What about him is a great question. Still alive, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Swift, what about Taylor Kitsch? What about him, basically? <laughs> what, about, what about his folk album? <laughs> anyway, trailer- <laughs> I don't know. Look, I did you get that? I, I you did because I sent it to you. Did you get a notification from um from Disney Plus this week? Oh, uh, did, did you send this to me? I did. I did. A, I sent you a screenshot. Disney Plus. I got thinking about this because you said Taylor Kitsch, and I'm like, stream renovations. Jeremy oh, Renner did, gives yeah. old buses new life. <laughs> yeah. What a sales pitch. What a sales pitch. What a sales pitch. They obviously worked backwards from that, right? They went, "What's his name?" There we go. Yeah. We've got some old buses. <laughs> Can we make this work? Yes, yeah. I can. But he was up and about this week. He went yeah. to the premiere, so good on him. Yeah, that's right. That's great. That's really good to he see. He broke like 30 bones or something in his oh, body. Too many. Too many. But, yeah, look, from what I've seen of the show, it's kind of interesting. Like there's he's he's hanging out with Anthony Mackie. I forgot they were in the Hurt Locker. Must be a pretty pretty big locker to get two bloody blokes in there. <laughs> you reckon? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a good movie? Yeah. Yeah, I remember liking it. 
Yeah. Anyways, mm. trailers ahoy, Mason. Mm. Which trailers is, ahoy. Very good. Mm. Which is very apt also because our first one is uh, the trailer for Dracula on a Boat. That's right. Or, or, or as it's actually called, Voyage of the Dementor. The last Voyage of La- the Dementor. Dementor. No, not that. No? No. Dementor. Yes. <laughs> so basically, if you don't know the premise... Drac- Dracula yes. in the book. Yes. He, he travels. The book Dracula. In the book Draculas. Mm-hmm. He travels from uh, Transylvania mm-hmm. to London or whatever. That's right. And he does it on a boat. Mm-hmm. And then all the people on the boat, they start getting big time Dracula'd. Yeah, that's right. And this, and it's, they also did an episode of it on recently on Dracula has an iPad. That's right, yeah. And so it, this movie is just that particular part of mm. the narrative. And yeah, it yeah. looks very good. It does like look very good, yeah. It's got Liam Cunningham. From Game of Thrones. As the titular Dracula? No, Mason, the Dracula looks like a big monster Dracula as opposed to a man Dracula. Mm. Think they're going to do man sexy Dracula at any point? He's gonna t- do you reckon there's going to be a reveal <laughs> that one of them is like the Dracula as well? Yeah, but maybe. we don't know which one is the Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Dracula can be anything. He can be yeah. a wolf, cloud of smoke, sexy man, ugly man, sexy man again, pile of dead rats, pile Sorry. of live rats, <laughs> lizard maybe. Mix of live and dead rats. Yeah. <laughs> But in this instance, it's one of the passengers, and his name's Dave Racula. So <laughs> it was Dave all along. Yeah, it was me. It was me. I was Dave Racula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We thought you were just a regular guy. No. We had a conversation about football. You betrayed me. I don't like football even. <gasps> Dave Racula. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's what it's going to be, though? Because normally, like, I know when Dracula has an iPad. Uh-huh. He goes as like a, you know, he travels as himself and a fancy passenger. Yeah. But he also does his Dracula ring. Mm. Do you think- I'm th- it's, I reckon this is probably, he's, a, he's in a coffin in storage and, mm. uh, and he, I think he might be sort of Nosferatu-style vampire the entire time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that'd be cool, man. Mm. From the director of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, but by, which by all accounts is a, is a fun little horror jaunty romp. Rip-roaring adventure. There you go. We also got a trailer for the next John Wick adventure. That's right. The Continental. Well, not the next John Wick adventure. The little John Wick's John not Wick. in it. Little John the Wick. The Continental from the world of John Wick, the origin of Batman's butler. <laughs> yes. That's what it's called. So, uh, uh, so it's a prequel. Yeah. It's set around the Continental Hotel in the 70s. Yeah, man. Uh, they've got a bit of Donna Summer in the soundtrack, that one that goes... What happened to music set after that era that I know, Mason? Like James Taylor. Like James Taylor. Great you question. Know? Very good question. Uh, how do you feel about this? You ah. said, I said, have you seen the trailer? You said, no, I'll watch it now. And yeah. you watched it and you went, this looks like a fan film. Yeah. That's what you said. I did. And I don't think it looks like... It looks fine, but I wouldn't have even known it was John Wick. Also, it didn't didn't feel John Wick. No, you, know? you can tell that Chad Stahelski and his whole cinematography team and his lighting team, all his mates, as far as I know, are not involved in this because it just it looks like TV. Yeah, maybe it'll be compelling. I don't know. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, it doesn't I like those two characters. If if you set this side by side with pretty much any of the John Wick movies, you wouldn't go. Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Uh, Big CW vibes. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which apparently, Go- good. yeah. Apparently Gotham Knights is not as bad as we'd all predicted. The current... well, it's rating well, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's not about whether I've seen it. That's right. It's about whether or not it makes money. Mm-hmm. So there you go, The Continental. We also got a trailer, speaking of movies starting with The, uh-huh. The Marvels. That's right. Which stars all the Captain Marvels coming together for a big-time adventure. And speaking of people coming together, uh, a bunch of people have, of course, come together to make this the most downvoted trailer in all, of all time or something. Or oh, the most downvoted Marvel trailer, I think, perhaps. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah. Good work, everybody. You That's did it. That's hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hard work, man. Because this one's woke. I mean, yeah, it's got yeah, Brie Larson it's in it. It's got Brie it. Larson in it. Everybody who makes those videos, you should be thanking Disney that's for what making I've been, this movie. That's what I've been telling. That's what I've, I don't know if I've said this in the podcast, but I've definitely said this to you. All of these men, and sometimes women, I guess. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's one. There's probably one. Uh, they should be tithing Brie Larson like 10 to 20% of their income. Really because if she didn't exist. She doesn't even do anything. That's what I'm saying. But then they can make content out of that. Oh, my God, Brie Larson didn't do anything this week. <laughs> What does she hate the fans? Seems that way. <laughs> but for like, like they wouldn't have they wouldn't have jobs if, if I completely agree. If, um, Brie Larson did or didn't do things, yeah. say things. So you could hate anybody this much, really. I mean, unless it was for money, mm. you know. Especially or it was very like, personal. Yeah, like so inoffensive. Like yeah. I just don't. Under, I I do not get it. Anyway, I thought the trailer was all right. I think it looks like <laughs> like a lot of fun. All right, here's some stuff. Uh, about the trailer. All right. So uh, the plot basically seems to be that the the, the three Marvels, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and uh, Monica Rambo, who yep. Spectrum Photon, not sure, their powers have become entangled somehow, so every time they use them they swap a over. quantum entanglement. Quantum entanglement. That seems like a bit of a fun. And then it looks. Seems woke. It does seem woke. Seems woke, Mason. Yeah, that's right. That seems if, if that seems like a super fun mechanic for the the movie. If they if that's utilized well, I think that should be interesting. Some cool teleportation stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it seems to kick off because uh, so Saber, yep. which is the Shield's space based organization in the movies, mm. which in the comic books is Sword, but they already use Sword. They use Sword. So they need a new they one. Use Sword in again. Well, WandaVision. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. they're investigating it's the hu- Sabra. Yeah, they're investigating the hyperspace gates that everybody uses in, like, the Guardians movies. Everybody else in the universe except us yeah. uses these hyperspace these gates. These cool gates. They are pretty – those hexagonal kind of gates, what have you. Yep. Um, few things. Fury's back. He's back, if it is him. If it is him. Yeah. Well, that's the thing because we just got a trailer for Secret Invasion in which they're like, this is maybe his last ride. What's going on with Fury, whatever? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Does he need another – does he need a third gravestone <laughs> this yeah. time around? But maybe this is set – I mean, yeah. Before that. Also, I don't think Nick Fury is going to, like, die for good no, at all. Even if he not. dies in his show, it won't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. come back as a robot or a clone or just him. Mm. It's fine. Yeah, anyway, That's go true. on. Mm. You thought I died and I did, but I'm back. <laughs> what? You thought I died and I did, but I'm Listen. back. Are you going to explain that? No. No, no. you're going to explain I don't that. need to. <laughs> I don't need to because I'm usually not the main character, so it actually doesn't matter <laughs> yeah, how right. I came back. I'll just pop up and people go, huh? Yeah, 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 he was in. Yeah, there's another, another one. Yeah. I've seen him before. He had a shimmer to him, so nanotechnology or something, or a scroll or time tram hologram. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's not the main guy. Usually, he's not the main guy. Uh, we get a new accuser, I think, because obviously, oh Lee, yeah, because the Lee Pace has run, run the accuser got, he got exploded for sure. But uh, she's back. She's oh yeah, he did explode in Guardians. Did, yeah, yeah, but he was in Captain Marvel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, briefly. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's not right. Much doing in that uh, but we can tell because she's got the she's got the hammer. Yeah, which is, which is uh, what they're all about. Yeah, I agree. What else? What else exciting happens in that trailer? Well, it seems as if. Yes. What, so, what do you think triggers the? So, do you think it's the gate that triggers it, or do you think it's the bracklet? It could be that that yeah. that uh, that bracklet. Yes. Yeah, and I'm just looking. I'm just, I'm just giving it a skim because what the accuser has at one point in the trailer the accuser i think is wearing one of those bracelets oh okay so yeah. maybe that's the maybe that's the second bracelet there's supposed to be two isn't there yes. oh the cat comes back that's cool that's right goose goose yeah how is this the like 
like the least. I mean, I know why. It's like uh-huh. the one that's downvoted the most. Yeah, like, we know why. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like like skimming through this, like it looks fine. And maybe it'll be terrible. I don't fucking know. I thought it looked a lot of fun. I watched yeah. it a couple of times. I'm like, this looks like a, a bunch of fun. I think it Maybe w- it's the Beastie Boys behind it. Maybe it is. You know? I think it will be interesting this year because the comic book movies so far, they haven't been doing very well at all. Mm-hmm. It was well, Ant-Man 3 uh-huh. and Shazam 2. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, both not great movies. Correct, yes. But I think depending on how well this and Guardians 3 goes, uh-huh. kind of, I, yeah, I think that it won't, I don't think it'll do a billion dollars like the first one did because the uh-huh. first one came out between Avengers movies. That's true, yeah. But that, you know, so automatically people I'm sure will be like, see, mm. whatever, it's bad and whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think also because we don't really know where this, this whole thing is like building to. That's on, true. And there's no hype for it. Yeah, I don't, it's definitely not going to do as well as the first one. Mm. But um, I think, but if Guardians doesn't do very well, and that will be very telling. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll just see what happens, won't we, Mason? We sure will. You know, I think it's out in November. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. So we've got a couple of Marvel movies in between now and then, or at least one, and maybe a show or something, don't we? That's right. Maybe some Star Wars scattered about, and an Indiana Jones movie. That's right. Which I know you keep saying, "Oh, James, why are you so excited? Let me kill your excitement for a new Indiana Jones movie." I've never said movie. that. You can't kill my excitement for it, Mason. Okay. I am excited for new Indiana Jones movies. Don't be such a hater. I'm not a hater. <laughs> I mean, I am a hater, but yeah, not yeah, for Indiana but not Jones of specifically. Yeah, I'm one of the original haters, but not for Indiana Jones. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Look, what a fun cast! And I'm glad to see Iman Vellani. Yeah. in the movie, isn't that isn't that a bit of fun? Yeah. Do you think you're having it? Because you know, I know Ms. Marvel as the show. You know, people liked it. Yep. But I'd imagine like most people. Yeah. I'm not maybe not most, but a lot of people haven't seen it. What are these guys? They look like putties. They look like putties from Power Rangers. I, I think they're just generic people that Brie Larson was fighting on. A yeah, well, I mean, they could be Cree because there's a guy with human skin and there's a guy with blue skin. Creed. So. Scott Strap and the other one. Yes, I think it's probably the band Creed. <laughs> they're back together? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know. They've broken up. <laughs> yeah. Always together in my heart. Alter Bridge. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. Sorry, I forgot about Alter Bridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. A lot of fun. Mm. Now, I suggested a trailer for you, James. You did, and I watched it also. Uh, and it's uh, it's called Fool's Paradise. Is this your one bit of news? No, I have another bit of news. Oh, my God. But one, uh, uh, it's it's called Fool's Paradise. It's written and directed and starring Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. And, and Pacific uh, Rim, one and two. Oh, that's true. Yep. Uh, and it's uh, it's like cha- it's like a Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. You said a Mr. Bean movie, which is probably, you know, no, I, I, I think also. the idea that it's kind of set in Hollywood – yeah. It feels like old Hollywood, but it's modern day. So I think it's probably yeah. more kind of that Char- I think Charlie Chaplin. And he's got a hat. So he has a little, he has a little hat. Mr. Bean. And probably a funny little walk also. Yeah. But it's it's Charlie Day plays a sort of a a mute man in a mental institution who gets thrown out into the street because they don't have the money to 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 treat him. That's and fun. then he gets he gets con- he gets he looks identical to an actual movie star and yeah. so he uh, he fills in for him in a movie and then he sort of gets big in Hollywood and, yeah. and everybody wants to know who this new guy is. And uh, I don't know, looks fun and weird. Yeah, it does look fun and I don't weird. Know, I don't know if it's going to do well, or, yeah. but it's got it's it's yet another role for the late Ray Liotta. He's in it. Couldn't believe it when I just saw a, him in it Just again. a bunch of Eddie How Falco. How many movies and, did he make? Yeah. Yeah. But you think it's Ray Liotta's last one, right? It might be, yeah. Okay, let me He's probably doing that. a voice role. He's probably Batman in something. He might be Batman yeah, in something, yeah. yeah. Mm. My goodness. So this, I guess, was filmed a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, Ray Liotta died in 2022. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, Jason Sudeikis is in it, Edie Falco, uh, uh, Ken Jong, just a bunch of 
Looks very strange. No, he has a movie called The Substance coming out after that, and then he's got a movie called Dangerous Waters coming out after that, and then oh. he's got a movie called Clash coming out after that. Wow. So, yeah, he's going to have movies coming out for the next four years. Yeah, seems. right. So, good on him. Good on you, Ray Liotta. Yeah, yeah. But apparently Charlie Day sent scripts to Guillermo del, uh, script pages to Guillermo del Toro, who, was, oh, yeah. who gave him notes on it, which oh, is fun. Oh, cool. So, oh, yeah, because Pacific Rim. Yeah, That makes right. sense. Okay, great. There you go, so... Cool, great stuff. Mostly. Anyway, can't wait to see that on streaming in several years because it won't get a it cinema release in Australia probably. Release here. Mm, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Do you want to do some casting news? Yes. Oh, here's one bit of casting news. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> go on. Oh, uh, Andy Serkis is back for Andor season two. Oh yeah. Right. Is that good or bad? I think it's going to be good. I think a lot. I mean, of... it's a great show. Yeah. So... Look, I think people have jumped to some conclusions here. What's that? That he's going to be like. I can't swim, but I can fly or whatever. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> I got jet legs. I got jet legs. Now that I'm out of the prison, I've got jet legs. Oh, so he didn't have jet legs in the prison? We had them, but I think maybe they he were. forgot. Yeah, I think he forgot about the jet <laughs> Now that I've got some now that I've got some sea air in my lungs, I remember <laughs> I have jet legs. Yeah. No, I think um, I think it's probably going to be a flashback. Okay. I think he's, I think Andor is going to think back to his time in the prison and, and Andy Circus will probably have some <gasps> Remember that have some memories. terrific prison arc that I did. That's right, yeah. Some prestige television. Let's think about that for a second. That's right. No, I think he's just going to come back. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Well, I mean, also, you know. Which is fine. It's fine. I mean, it's also. I, I did like the idea, if he has come back, yeah. of just like, what happened to this guy? Yeah. He probably died? <laughs> like, well, we'll think, never yeah. know. We'll never know. But I mean, also, you know, it's it's not that he fell off the prison and he drowned. It probably, no. I mean, maybe they just captured him and, and they're going to get... They shut down the facility and they put him in another prison and yeah, he yeah. got out of that one or whatever. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Remember how they were building the Death Star? That was the reveal. The very thing that they wanted to destroy and get the plans for. Mm. That was crazy. I mean, if they didn't, if they didn't make it, yeah, they wouldn't have had to destroy it. You're right. You're absolutely right. What was That's he right. thinking, making the Death Star? <laughs> right. Come on, Andor. <laughs> Come on, Andy Serkis. Damn, dude. Come on. You used your rocket legs to, to knock all that over. Yeah. Anyway, cool. That's cool, I think, Mason. I think it's cool. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, maybe it is a flashback. Maybe you're right. Mm. Well, it's one of two things, really, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, Andy Serkis could just be like, he could be a CGI guy. He'd be a CGI. Oh, yeah, exactly. He could be a motion capture guy. He could be, well, he could be a Snoke again. He could be a Snoke again. Or a monkey. Mm. Or Gollum. Mm. Or one of the other. Yeah, That yeah. video game character he did. Whatever yeah. one it was. Do you think, because so it's Tony Gilroy who's behind Andy. Yeah. Do you think he has any kind of... Do you think there's any kind of clause in his contract where Disney can go, we need you to put a Snoke in this, so you're putting Snoke in this? Mate, I'm sure there's certain beats that he has to hit, but it yeah. seems as if they've mostly left him alone. Yeah. And he know, has though. mentioned in interviews, you know, this is a this is a show that is sort of free of continuity and it's not going to be Easter eggs and it's not no, going to be. No, but it also is like it adheres to a bunch of very specific law stuff that he doesn't have to do. That's true. Which I know a lot of big nerds appreciate. Mm. So, yeah, that's nice. Mm. Yeah. I think it's what I think for the people who get the most control on these things. Uh-huh. I think they 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 bring their own narrative and they're like, well, I need a character who's this and this and like, yeah, we got that guys in the comics. It's Saw Guerrero or whatever. Yeah, that's right. normally how it works. Uh-huh. If that's the amount of creative control you generally get, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. You saved Rogue One. I thought or you'd know. No, I know, but I just don't want to tell you. Okay, great. More casting news, Mason. Yes, please. By a deadline, Mia Goth uh, has been cast in Blade. Mm. I think she might be um, Lilith or something. Okay, great. Who's a, who's that then? Is a bloody vampire woman or something? Love it. Yeah. Mm. 
Let's read, she's a vampire, not a demon. She's from comicbook.com. She's one of Marvel's most popular vampires. Never heard of her. So, yeah. There's also a couple of other Liliths in the Marvel Universe, but it's probably the Dracula one, I'd imagine. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Mm. That's a thing that's happening. Yeah. And also via Deadline, Marina Baccarin is back in Deadpool 2, as is Stefan Kapakik as Colossus. So, yeah. Delightful. They're, they're really using that old Deadpool continuity, you know what I mean? Sure are, yeah. I like both of those characters. Yeah. So that's cool, Mason, and cool and makes sense. And you also like that in that continuity, um, Ryan Reynolds is canonically dead. Yes. Because he gets shot in the head. That's my favourite thing about that movie. He's dead. Did you see Natalie Portman has a show that's like, I've got a, I've got a soccer team now. So it's like Bender like Beckham, but she's a... So, yeah. Is she a soccer coach or is she in the team? No, but it's like a reality show. Like, it's what? like It's like Welcome to Wrexham, oh. but it's women's soccer. No, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. What or baseball. You... Might be baseball. A TV show. Hang on. Yeah. But is that the new thing? Celebrities buy a, well, they're cheap, a sports right? team, I guess. Well, maybe not cheap, but <laughs> bloody have a look at this, mate. Okay. Unless I dreamed it, but I don't think I did dream it. I think this is real. Is it out yet? Yeah. Don't know. Is it we are completely beside ourselves? I don't think so, no. I'm never going to find this, Mason. I'll find it using my powers of observation. Angel City. That's the one. Tell the story of uh, the team's first season in the National Women's Soccer League. She'll also executive produce. There you go. But isn't that a weird – is that what they're it's doing the thing now? what people do Just now. celebrities uh, buy, buy a team and then buy a team? they're involved okay. in a the team. They're doing mighty – they're mighty ducks in it. Mm. The problem with that is that you can never ensure that they win for real. <laughs> you just buy a pack of losers. It's true. But then, but then, you know, you, you spin the narrative like they – they're a bunch of losers. You know, you spin that narrative. You spin it. And then it's just Natalie Portman going, God damn, you guys suck. What a bunch of can't, losers. I can't believe I bought this team of losers. I should have bought that team of winners That's that right. were winning already. Yeah. Should have bought the LA winners. <laughs> More casting news, Mason. Mm-hmm. This is for, uh, remember the, uh, what's that, Freak Commandos show that they're doing for DCU? Creature Commandos. Creature Commandos. There you yeah. go. Here's the cast. Uh-oh. And I wouldn't be ex- uh, excited. No, I you wouldn't, wouldn't be excited. Wouldn't, it, be, uh, it wouldn't be unexpected to see some of these appear in live action. That's also. right. David Harbour is Eric Frankenstein. Adira Varma is Bride of Frankenstein. Here's one for you. Frank Grillo is Rick Flag Senior. Interesting. So okay. that that'll definitely carry over. I feel. Yeah, right. right. Zoe Chow is Nina Mazursky, who's the amphibious scientist. Okay. Uh, Weasel's going to be in it, played by Sean Gunn, who's also going to voice a uh, GI robot, and Alan Tudyk will play Doctor. Phosphorus. Love it. He does a f- doctor kind of voice, doesn't he? Like he sure that. does, yeah. He can do many voices. I've he does. heard him. We saw him once. Did we? At a Star Wars Oh, thing. yeah. yeah like, he was at the IMAX. He was at the IMAX for... He wasn't in was the it? movie. No, he wasn't in the movie. It was a, he was just there. Was it, it was Guardians just, movie or something? Might have been. He was just in town. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Very cool. It said he was like 6'1 on his IMDb's. No, he wasn't 6'1, Mason. Interesting. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So if you ever see Alan Tudyk, just call him a big liar. No, a small liar. That's a right. A slightly smaller liar yeah, than on his own right. Wow. So there you go. Good casting. Mm. like all of that. Resident Alien, more like Resident Liar. I should watch season two of that. I liked season one. Did mm. you like Resident Alien? I did. It was good. Cool. Good stuff. Mm. Mason, what do we love? I should also finish uh, The Man Who Sold the World. Which one's that again? The one with... Um... How much you get for it? <laughs> Is that what it was called? The one, the one with Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's, 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 oh, it's a sequel to the yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Bowie the, one. The Bowie one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I've forgotten. Anyway, yeah. didn't finish it, but didn't it was good. It? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. Mason. Yes. What do we love? Can you narrow it down? Brands money. that we recognize. Money. No, brands that we recognize. That could lead to money, though. That often does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending yeah, yeah. on the brand. Yeah. Anyways. Also, all our listeners. 
but the brands mostly. Yeah, I'm, look, recognizing. I'm, a I'm brand. not going to lie to our listeners that we love. We love brands more. Yeah, but we'll tell you that it's you, and we'll say that. But it's yeah, but it's brands. but it's brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when we start recording, we'll tell the listeners that we love them more. Yeah, yeah. But actually, we love brands. Mason, what do you love? Brands. Oh, the listeners. Same. But you know what else I love? What do you love? What do you love a little bit less? Yeah, thank you. Brands that we recognize. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got a bit of news here in regards to HBO Max, which is now going to relaunch Uh as Max. Whoa. Max, the the home of HBO or something. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Incredible. Max, where you can watch all the HBO stuff. Uh, so it's launching May 23rd, not in Australia, because uh, all of those properties are tied up with Murdoch until 2025. Terrific stuff. But that's enough time for him to die, so that's pretty good. I don't know. I read an article about I it. I read he's, an he's article. Pretty, he's pretty sturdy, this guy. Oh, and that... he broke up with his Jerry Hall, his wife, via text. Yeah. He's like... I forgot. <laughs> it was like... It was like... I forgot we've had, that I'm married. It was like, we've had some fun times, but I've got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, the lawyers will be in touch. Anyways, get Mick Jagger to disconnect all the security cameras that I put in your house. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a true thing that happened. Yeah, it's what a fascinating read that Amazing. article was. Yeah. Terrible man. Mm. At least consistently terrible. I'll give him that. That is true. He's never been good even for a second. Anyway, so one of the things that was confirmed was the Harry Potter reboot. Yes. It's going to be a faithful adaptation of the beloved Harry Potter book series, and it's going to be a decade-long no, it's not. <laughs> Maybe. Bold. Bold, yeah. That's, but all the kids are going to age out. Mean. They're going to age out. Don't you think that's mean to do to a kid? Yes. Because, because every, like a movie is like... Oh, it's a commitment. Well, yeah. That's mean, but also it's mean because every single one of these kids, every interview is going to be like, what do you think about J.K. Rowling and her views on yeah. everything? And they're going to be like, we don't know, we're eight. <laughs> it's like, well, you should know. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I don't know, I mean... I think initially, at the very least, it'll do well because, and, and, and you know, if people, it's, it's good and yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know, right. I guess people will be interested in this. But while yeah. oh, they went with this direction, I do think it is that thing of like they couldn't get the cast back to do the sequels. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, I also think that like in the, if this doesn't do well, they're probably going to go back to that and be like, well, this is the Harry Potter you love. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, remember this idiot we cast as Harry Potter? Forget him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there'll be in a hundred like, remember this idiot? Here he is now. He sucks now and he yeah, sucks yeah, then. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Not it's... to get too political, but they're like, his girlfriend's like two inches taller than him. <laughs> Pretty sus. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? His yeah. pregnant girlfriend's two inches taller than probably a man. Settle down. Yeah. You mentioned earlier it's going to be an accurate whatever yeah. to the books. Wasn't it also, wasn't the, weren't the previous ones supposed I to mean, be accurate? Yeah, yes, yeah, but they just left out stuff because they're, yeah. they're movies. But I think it's going to be interesting that they're going to have to add in all the stuff that has been added retroactively over the years, like Hermione's Black. Yeah. Because yeah. if she is. Well, she is in the stage play. Well, I don't well. know because I've, I've only seen most of the movies and read none of the books. But like, <laughs> Is that all? That's all, I think. <laughs> but as I understand it, in the books, Hermione takes a stand against slavery yeah. and everybody ridicules her. They make fun of her. But if she's also black, yeah. that's going to be awkward, isn't it? Very. Not cool, I think. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They're going to be like, ah. I've already seen complaints that like they're going to make the cast too diverse and whatever and too woke and et cetera. And I'm sure they're going to they're gonna probably cast more diverse than the movies are. Mm, yeah. Like I, I, don't, I don't doubt that. And Hermione is probably going to be the one that they cast, but like. 
it's interesting that you can hold like a lot of the time that's like it's too woke and also we love JK Rowling. So like, mm. you know, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I love it. I can't wait. I think wait. it's cool also. Ten years. Yeah. They're going to age out. I mean, the first cast would, I did it over about no, ten years. So, like it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also like that's a lot of kids who are going to be going through like adolescence and into adulthood in that time period. Like that's a lot of pressure on a lot of kids yeah. for like, you know, so what you're suggesting is we go back to the the what they did in like the 80s and 90s, which is they cast 25 year olds yes. as eight year olds, and then they when they when they leave, they're 37 or whatever when yeah. they graduate. Yeah, yeah. Hogwarts. We've talked about that surely, right? When I was, was a kid, the, I thought American kids were bigger than regular enormous. kids. Yeah, because <laughs> all I had was TV. Yeah, and you're they like, all, what's going on? And here? they all looked like yeah monsters. They're all enormous. Yeah, yeah. not true. They're all weird little freaks all over the world, Mason. That's right. Yeah. So there were some other adaptations. A bunch of Alan Tudics. That's right. There's a bunch of other stuff that was revealed as well. I won't name all of it, but one of them was a true detective series with Jodie Foster called uh, Night Country. Mm. I didn't watch the last season. But what's interesting, I think, is this one seems to be implying some connections to the first season. Oh, you see, okay. you know, that swirly symbol? You saw it, you see in the first About season. About time they got back to the swirly symbol. That's back in this, I think. Did you see that Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrison might, they might be, be brothers? But they, they don't want to check or something? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> sure. That's sure, that, throw that in. Why yeah, not? Yeah, why not? There you go. Also, Woody Harrison's dad was a... Hitman. Hitman, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Also, I think, this is unrelated to that, but it related to the first season of True Detective. Yeah. I think... McConaughey's character was in Alaska for a bit. Like that's part of it. I think I think it's McConaughey's character. Part of his backstory. He was oh. like he was in Alaska, and this is set in Alaska. Is so he's going to be in it? I don't know if he's going to be in it, but I wonder. I'm wondering if that ties it all together yeah. somehow. Cool man. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, there's also a new Game of Thrones prequel series called A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms: The Hedge Knight. Here's a synopsis. Okay. A century before the events of Game of Thrones. Two unlikely heroes wandered Westeros, a young, naive uh, but courageous knight, Sir Duncan the Tall. And Great. His, and his, Love that regular name. He's <laughs> a regular name for you. And his, dimin- and his diminutive and his diminutive. <laughs> I'm sure diminutive. <laughs> his diminutive squire, Egg. I mean, what? You've made all that up. <laughs> no, it's real. Hey, well, I'm Egg. I'm his diminutive squire. Yeah, so it's Dunk and Egg is the story. I've read the comic or some of it. Alone. Dunk and Egg. <laughs> How much of this am I? I don't believe This is real. I don't believe you. Look it up. Just Google it right now right. while I read this. Set okay. in the age where the Targaryen line still holds the Iron Throne and the memory of the last dragon has not yet passed from living memory, great destinies, powerful foes, and dangerous exploits all, all await uh, those improbable and incomprehensible, incomparable friends or something. Anyway, one of these guys is like a. Okay, Duncan the Tall, he's for real. Yeah, I know. And look at okay. Egg the Diminutweep. I'm not going to look that up. Oh, people also ask, was Duncan the Tall bigger than the mountain? Was the he? mountain is over eight feet tall, I believe, whereas Sir Duncan is six foot eleven. Lame. Yeah, yeah, no good. No Short good. ass. Yeah. How, so egg. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Oh my god. Spelled like egg? Like normal? Egg. Okay. Like spell like egg. Like egg go right. Just egg. Egg. Game of Thrones egg? <laughs> oh, okay. King Aegon. The Targaryen, also called Aegon the Unlikely and affectionately known as Egg. Okay. Wow, you got me. <laughs> I did. You owe me money. I, it, it feels like George R.R. R. Martin was asked for new characters yeah. while eating like like toasting de- yeah. Eggian soldiers. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, Dunk, Dunk and Egg. Dunkaroos, Dunk Egg. Dunk, Dunk and Egg. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm never I'm never writing that last book, by the way. It's never going <laughs> to happen. Last book? There's like three left, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Ah, uh, the teaser for The Penguin. Oh, yeah. Looks good. Mm. Colin Farrell. So this was a little bit of little bit of um, footage from the show and a little bit of behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff. Bit of this, bit of that. Mm. He looks uh, thinner in this. Yeah. Am, I, am I misremembering that he was bigger than he was in... The movie, maybe. Yeah. I've only seen that movie watch once. I should watch it again. I really enjoyed should it. Should watch it again. Yeah. I don't care what you say, Mason. It is a good movie. All right. And Indiana Jones 5 okay. is going to be. Good. Have you avoided watching it because you enjoyed it so much the first time? No, I think it's because it's three hours and I'm like, oh, yeah. I want to sit down and watch this properly. I don't just yeah. want to want to put it on and do whatever. Mm. I want to sit and watch it like a real person. Like Have a, a sit and watch. Exactly. Have a sit and watch a Dunkin' Egg. Yep. Just treat yourself to the two, the two most wonderful pleasures in life. Yep. Batman series and dunking an egg. Having a dunking egg. Yeah. Mason. Go on. What do we love? Do you remember? Are we on air? Brands. Okay. So we're off air now. Yeah. Oh, no, we, we're allowed to love both. <laughs> yeah, okay, but which? what do we love the most? Are we on air? Yeah. No. The list. Brands. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Grant, okay. I'm, I'm glad nice. you said that because that we recognize specifically. That we recognize, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not new brands no. <laughs> until they've been around for like a couple Mason, of years. I wouldn't even put in a new new segment if it was new brands. Ugh, what yuck. a waste of time. God, they're probably yeah. all woke. They probably are. Um, so Amazon, I don't know if you remember this last oh, I love Amazon. Yeah, well, they Because it's a brand I know. That's right. They acquired MGM last year for Rar. Rar, yeah, for mm. $8.5 billion. I do this, remember this that. This is my deadline. Amazon Studios has been sifting through MGM's library, their words, <laughs> identifying about a dozen initial titles for film and or TV development. Just a guy with no taste whatsoever, <laughs> just an executive, yeah. just with a big pile of stuff, yeah, just going nah. crap, crap, yeah. crap. Ooh, a brand I recognise. <laughs> <laughs> Green light. And some of those brands that that executive might recognise include Robocop, Stargate, Legally Blonde, Fame, Barbershop, The Magnificent Seven, Pink Panther and the Thomas Crown Affair. Mm. Uh, that's just some of them. Now, some of these are being steered towards film, some TV, and some of the bigger brands are getting both a movie and TV treatment. For example, Go on. Uh, the Thomas Crown Affair, and uh, that's going to be a movie, mm. and the Pink Panther might be an animated movie. Ooh. But then we've got like Robocop and Stargate and Legally Blonde, they would be both because wow. they're bigger brands. They're bigger brands. Wasn't there are we going to be like a Stargate reboot and a RoboCop sequel again? Wasn't this already happening? Well, this is different. Well, there was the Joel Kinnaman RoboCop. No, I know, but that's but done. Then, that was done. And they were going to do RoboCop. I think Returns. they were going to do RoboCop. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it was yeah. going to be initially um, the dude did Chappie and whatever, and then he left. Blomkamp. And then it was another Australian guy. But I don't know okay. whether that's happening now. Eric Banner. Eric's going to be Eric Banner. Okay. As Poyter. As Poyter. Directing. G'day, mate. Uh, and. Then this is happening now. Yeah. Brands that we okay. recognise. Well, I mean, look, that's. I mean, it's a. There's clearly been a, a board of directors change or an executive change or whatever. Well, they bought so, the thing. Yeah, yeah. So they've thrown away ev- all the plans. Yeah. And which gives them, you know, sp- because what happened, James? What's going? What if if you if you're a you know you've, you've just bought MGM and you t- and you take on somebody's existing RoboCop project and it doesn't do well. Yeah. Well, then you're going to cop all the blame, even though that's not your fault. But if you throw all those plans away and you make your own RoboCop sequel plans, yes. Plain sailing, you know. That's true. That's a brand people recognize. And that's what I love. Apparently, so Abe Forsyth was directing the movie, but MGM are still persevering with the property and they've announced apparently it's going to be a prequel series. This is Robocop. Yeah. So just Detroit. Before Robocop. Rotten old Detroit. Modern day Robocop. Yeah. Just cop. Regular cop. Regular cop. <laughs> Murphy. 
No, because he's not. He, he arrives at the start of Robocop. Oh yeah, so he arrives in Detroit. Empty chair. Empty chair. <laughs> mm. So there you go. Okay. I mean, I want to see more Robocop, but yeah, I don't know about this. What about what? I just wanted the Frank Weller sequel. <laughs> Like the Robocop Returns. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a Frank Welker sequel. Who's Whatever. Frank Welker? He voiced Megatron. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, you know. I thought you I thought you were thinking of Peter Weller. But yeah. Oh, did I say Frank? Yeah. You said Frank Welker. It is Welker. Peter Weller, yes. Yeah, yeah. Who's Peter Weller? That's Robocop. So who's Frank Welker? <laughs> there Weller. is no... Frank... There's Peter Weller. I there's know. Frank Welker. Yeah, I got. And there's I got Peter Weller and Frank Welker confused. And there's Frank Walker from National Tiles. Tiles. Yeah, I know. Three. And no, then there's Frank Walker from the movie Tomorrowland. Okay. So there's oh, four. The, the big four. The George Clooney character. The four brands I recognise: <laughs> RoboCop, doing voices, National Tiles, <laughs> the movie Tomorrowland. They're the four brands that I love. The pillars. Yeah. That's right. The, the pillars of, of entertainment <laughs> and society. Quick, a couple of questions for you. Go on. Robocop video games coming out this year. Rogue City, yeah. Uh, excited for that? Yes. Second question. Go on. Wasn't there – there was two Robocop live-action series. There was a bad one there was, and then there was a short-lived Prime Directive. Yeah, so there was there was the – there was a live-action one which is very guys, kind of – I've got bloody sit him off, haven't I? <laughs> There's a bit of bit of couple of minutes, uh, <laughs> fill in a couple of minutes here. No, no. So there was the the a PG rated series, yeah. which was not very good, and then there was Prime Directives, which was for straight to DVD or straight to TV sequels. Weren't they good ish? Because uh, people talk fondly of them. I didn't like them. Do they ignore two and three? I can't remember. Does he have a jetpack? Is my that's my he doesn't question. have a jetpack. But there's two Robocops. There's another. There's a second Robocop. Is it the same? Like, do they look the same? No. Ah, is it a woman? No, it's a it's a man. Two, Two men. Robocops. Two Robocops. Are they friends? Not really. Ah, yeah. they're the same like suit. Yeah. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think the other one has two guns. Double guns. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Anyway, that video game. I hope it's good. It's the guys who did the last Terminator game, which I liked. So yeah. Ah, uh-huh. that would be cool and good. And they've got Frank Walker to do the voice. Hello. <laughs> You're under arrest. Put your dick away. I'll shoot it off. <laughs> All right, Mason. Yes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. Now, Mason. Hello. It's not often on the show, or it sometimes happens that we get guests in because we they've either made a new thing or they know a thing about a thing that we want to talk about. And it's, this week, it's usually us. Yeah, it's usually you. <laughs> sometimes it's Michelle Brazier. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's Me, others. Sometimes it. it's you. Sometimes I'm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hello. <laughs> so this week, I lost the thread of the conversation. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. You got to do a little war- intro to introduce the person or whatever. You know. Yeah. We yeah. thought we'd, we'd promote a couple of the little guys in the podcast. That's place. right. Yeah. Mission Zach's leg. Was Armorama, oh, obviously. There's a footy with Roden Kelly. How's the crossover between the Weekly Planet and the and AFL football? What do you reckon it is? It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? No, not really. I'm not a football. <laughs> I'm a I'm a family Essendon uh, fan, so it's been a rough twenty to twenty five yeah. years. You so. beat my team yesterday, so you'll be happy to hear that. And I'm back in. I've got to be honest, as someone whose side project is a niche film <laughs> podcast, mm-hmm. the fact that we're talking about your side yeah. project, which is a footy podcast yes. right <laughs> Let's now. Let's talk about that. I really – no, I don't. It's fine. I've talked about it now. That's how I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like I can really use these listeners. <laughs> but there is probably two or three football fans that are like, I like football, I yeah. like comic books, yeah. and this is for me right 100%. now. 100%. Charlie Clawson is an example yeah, of a person. No, you do have Charlie Clawson yeah. energy, actually. He, he has a, he's a football podcast also. Yeah. Yeah. Natalie Portman. Na- that's a great yeah, one. Yeah. for the Sydney Swans <laughs> and was in the Thor movies. That's so, a, you, could do a whole, you could do a whole... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> That's okay. All right, we'll just pause for a minute because <laughs> Ronan has knocked a kombucha over the recording oh station. <laughs> We're back. We're back and this is probably recording, I reckon. Yeah, it's probably yeah, it's recording. probably right. Yeah, there we Am go. Am I we're recording? Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we're good. Okay. Check, check. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. As I was saying, it's free. It doesn't matter. I we're... spilled kombucha on the, uh, <laughs> on the mixing desk. <laughs> it's a really big table, like a really good-sized table. Yep. And I would say the mixing desk takes up Maybe five percent, sure, yeah, five percent of the table, and like that's where the kombucha landed. (laughs) I was saying it was a bullet time moment for me. I saw Broden's hand hit the kombucha. The kombucha was flying through the air, and I reckon it was a good twenty minutes for me. (laughs) (laughs) In terms of, I was just sitting there looking at that, going, "There's no way that's going to land anywhere but that desk." (laughs) Anyway, Uh, we're all having a good time. Let's. There we go. Oh my god. That's why you keep the lid on, folks. <laughs> Professional. Another drink went down. We're anyway, good. we're talking about Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Natalie Portman loves comic books and football. That's true. Well, <laughs> we're not I... just talking about it. She's got a, a reality show where she bought a baseball team or, or something. Or something, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Natalie Portman Soccer, has that. baseball? No, because it's football. Th- there's the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah it's that. Th- it's the this same thing. This will be thing. at the end of the show, I think, where we talk about it later. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> no, I what, think it's happened already. Oh. What, what network's doing it? Or what I have platform? no idea. You told me about it. I did. And maybe I'm lying. Order. It's called City of Angels or Angel City, something like that. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, so it's the new trend. The celebrities buying a sporting team. I really enjoy the Wrexham show. Angel City. HBO. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay, wow, it's going to be better fancy. than Ryan Reynolds might be mad. Yeah, he might be. Right now. <laughs> he seems the time. That was my thing. He's <laughs> probably filming an epic clapback right now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, he... You know what? He probably had like a tinge of anger and then he thought, no, this would make a great two-minute video for my Twitter. And that's right. gin or whatever the thing is. Yeah, you'll also yeah. mention the gin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. be calling her up right now just being like, we'll do a funny little video, we'll mention the gin, mm. we'll sort of duke it out somehow. She's like, no, I'm about the football or whatever this club is. Baseball, whatever, I'm about that. <laughs> Yes, we do have podcasts. We also have a TV show. Is that true? Yes. Mm, but a new one. Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe. Remember all that content we made for you guys about Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. Yeah. Um, with ABC, the Australian yeah. Broadcasting Corporation. Nothing to do with the American Broadcasting Corporation. And whilst it has a rich relationship with the British Broadcasting Corporation, they are not intrinsically linked. That's just a little note for the international listeners. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just saving you a few comments. We you know, guys. We've yeah. been doing a few. And opening the doors for different comments. <laughs> so thanks for nothing, Zach. Yeah. We've been doing a few weeks of promo and yeah. the way we usually talk to our, to you know, when we're doing promotion is you just lightly talk about the show. But uh, I'm a Weekly Planet listener. Yes. And, uh, you got the name right. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, what am I going to call it, Mr. Sunday or something? Um, Mr. Sunday Boys. I love the Mr. Sunday, Sunday Boys. Boys. Exactly. <laughs> and your audience is smarter than the regular audience. So oh, I'm just going to I'm going to do a direct call to action and then never talk about it again. Okay. Okay. Please binge the show mm-hmm. and then do that thing where you go on your mum's account and binge it as well. Yep. It's on iView. Mm-hmm. 
give us some lovely feedback online, which helps almost as much as Are you talking Twitter, all that media, stuff, social Facebook. media, the IMDb, giving it a thingy, oh, you know, nice. all that and kind of the, stuff on the ABC accounts. On the ABC accounts, like tell the ABC how good it is. We'd really appreciate that. Yep. That would really help us. And then um, overseas, there is actually no way you can watch it um, apart, you know, because you guys never watch stuff from overseas. No. I've never seen a single thing from overseas. I'm, and Very I think I think your audience know what I'm saying here. Yeah, but don't illegally download it. Yeah, don't. That, do that, that doesn't help with numbers, does it? Yeah. No, no, but I'm saying there's no way. Yeah. For anyone overseas, to I'm watch agreeing things. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no way to do that. No. So if I was to say that there is a way, I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What are you talking about? Well, I, I'm just saying if I was to say, would that get anybody like you guys in No, trouble? not at all. No, like, well, I, I don't know. I'm just talking about Australians watching it. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, we do have an international audience, Mason, That's to true. some extent. And maybe if they wanted wanted to access it via a VPN, I'm just telling you that exclusively. Um, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, the answer, Donna, oh, yeah. boys. Incredible. Have, have We're not even, I can't even hear you. <laughs> yeah. They've gone to the other side of the room to have this quiet conversation. Uh, so I think that would be really, I mean, They've probably seen the Netflix show, I'd imagine, a lot of them, and the YouTube stuff. So this is just a natural extension of that. And my understanding is it's set in the same universe. It features some <laughs> of the same people. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I used a VPN to watch our Netflix show, strangely. Did you really? Yeah. I watched it from Mexico. Oh, okay. There was no reason to do that. Just to be a little just spicy. spicy. I just was <laughs> like, that's how me and my partner go on holidays. <laughs> Is we watch, you know, we might watch uh, John Wick in the Netherlands. Yeah, tonight we're watching Emily in Paris in Canada. (laughs) It's a fun way to spice up your marriage. (laughs) Get a VPN. Absolutely. Oh, that's very funny. No, that's all I'm going to say about it. We hope you enjoy it. That you definitely will. I've seen it. If you've seen any of their stuff before, it, it's that. So I just think it's some, some of the best stuff that you've done. It's oh, just really you. funny and mm. and bizarre. And there's there's a there's some very real moments, like the, the moment involving Mark and a school that yeah. I won't get into <laughs> here. Just my brother texted me that he was like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> it's 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 ten percent based on a real story. That is it really? Yeah. Well, I my first job out of uni out of acting school was Mm. going around to every high school and primary school in Victoria and doing a 50-minute show. Some of your audience will have seen me do this from about 2011 to 2013, 14, is going around to schools and doing shows about cyberbullying. Is this true? Yes. Because you you have worked a bit of that kind of that stuff because you've got a motivational character who showed up. But all of my ones were based because I can't drive. And right. that's the number one thing. If you're an incursion actor, you've got to be able to drive yourself. Yeah, sure. You need a boot big enough for a, uh, yeah, for got... a little roll-up background. <laughs> yeah. So all of my stuff. And a CD player. <laughs> all of my stuff is based on being the child watching it. So my motivational speaker is without a word of a lie, I had a guy come, he did kung fu, and I still remember. <laughs> Just by himself. Yeah, yeah. He taught, and he did, like, kung fu moves for us. Or, like, like he did something. He did a martial art moves for yeah. us. He had, like, the most... Full-on story, life story. So he did some, like, karate and then he told his, like, awful full-on life story and then at the end he was like, if you work really hard, you might be able to do karate like me. He's like, not like the guys on, I still remember, <laughs> not like, you know, the Matrix people because that's like, you actually can't do that physically. <laughs> He's like, but you might one day be one of the dudes or dudettes that make the metal, that make the plastic, that make the special effects, that do the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that wasn't a joke? I'm, 
word for word <laughs> quoting. I remember oh dudes and dudettes that make the metal, that make the plastic. Like, oh and I remember sitting there, and I was young. Like I would have been in year seven. I yeah. think. This was the dudes and dudettes era. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, the right. dudes and dudettes era. Like he knew that he had to address dudettes. He yeah. said mm-hmm. dudes. He's like, I gotta. I'm leaving. How do I get everyone? Percent of the yeah. population. <laughs> we should mention when we talk about Matrix. Someone from the Matrix is in this show, but we'll. Leave oh that my people. god! Yeah. Did you like that? I, yes, obviously <laughs> I, uh, I liked it. Yeah. That was like. Probably eighty percent made for you two. Thank like, you, <laughs> thank you so much. And anyone yeah. our of our generation <laughs> who likes the Matrix, but yes, the the, the that that Mark tangent. So I was doing theatre and Edward go around to schools and do mm. a fifty minute playing on. If you send a picture of your junk to your mates, is that illegal and stuff like that? <laughs> and it was um really really good uh, theatre. And um, it was. I remember I was at a, an all girls school at eight fifty in the morning, mm. and the other two performers hadn't showed up yet, and we were going to be late. So I'm standing in the car park looking for them, and the kids are going to their first period classes. Yeah. So you're a man in a. You just I was a, a school, about yeah. twenty one year old man in normal clothes, just standing in a school looking around. Mm. And this teacher walks up. And I remember he's like a young guy. He goes, "Hi, hey, mate. Just wanted <laughs> to know." What are you doing here? <laughs> I never felt like more of a like a criminal in my life. I was like, oh, I'm just waiting for friends. Sorry, I'll leave. And uh, so that's where that. Comes. There's nothing more threatening than the polite. Come yeah. on, yeah. What are you doing? I just happened to notice. Yeah. you were standing here. Uh, you got a reason for being here. <laughs> yeah, so that's where that comes from. Uh, yeah. But yes, thank you for watching. But oh, happy to do it. Now, you were also recently in a big blockbuster production. Is that also true? Yeah, we're stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we are Hollywood celebrities now. Mm. So we, we <laughs> like, uh, generously, like a Richard Roxburgh doing rake after Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> Great reference. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, we have come back to the ABC with this show as, as, yep. as returning to the homeland, the mm. prodigal sons. Because, Charity. Because yeah, we were in, uh, we were actually in, Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. Honor Among Thieves, Australian release. So, <laughs> but you, but did you? Because there's a there's a Dungeons and Dragons like aesthetic that runs through the new show. Was that before or before, after? Well That's before. just a coincidence. Uh, we're not in the Jeremy Irons one. No, no <laughs> you wish. I'd imagine we can be. We can we're retroactively in, make. We a, could put you in it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, with an app probably only fine. Just yeah. wanted to make that very clear. But yeah, it has a, a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons in this show, and um, that was. And no one wanted to do any crossover or anything like that. Like we never, we never really talked about it until now. Mm. The, what, the, the fact, the that, fact the, that a large. No. The one conversation I had, I had a conversation with Mark, the third member of this group, when we were when we were doing some promo for the uh, Dungeons and Dragons, where he was like, "Oh, they're gonna think we put this in because we did the movie." <laughs> what, what a bummer! Yeah, like that. It wasn't like it feels like. They should be synergy. synergized. Like, it feels yeah. like us being like, oh, you know what? If we put <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons in our show, then we'll be able to bring over the Dungeons and Dragons fans. And it wasn't that. It was. It was. You've done D and D stuff before as well. Like, yeah, like yeah. We've stuff. done yeah. stuff around that before, and it would literally was. We wrote it a year ago, so it was fully a coincidence, hundred yeah. percent. And yeah. this D and D thing, the the movie that was a more recent. Thing like when yes. did you get contacted about that? So a week ago, <laughs> <laughs> we put you in. We took some audio from the podcast. Yeah, so we put you in the movie. Yeah. Um, no, we we got contacted. It wasn't huge. Like I think they were close to the final edit of mm. the show of the film, and then we got contacted by Australian Paramount, being like, "Would you like to do the Australian dub?" Of these characters, we're mm. doing it with a lot of the international releases, where that when they're already being dubbed into different languages, and we thought, hey, wouldn't it be fun to do that with this? And I've got to say, ever since I was saying this before we recorded, ever since I saw like a 
little documentary on Channel 9 about Mark Mitchell, who's a comedian in Australia, <laughs> yeah. doing... Our listeners are very familiar. Yeah, you guys know Mark Mitchell. Con the Fruiterer. Con the Fruiterer. Doing, he played the dad of Chicken Little, oh, only yeah. in the Australian release. Mm. I've been obsessed with these little things they do. It's usually in animations where Australians will do one or two scenes just for the release, just to help with promo. Yeah. I've been obsessed with it and it's kind of been on my – you know how we have our real bucket list uh-huh. that yeah. we tell people about and then we have our fucked bucket list? Yeah. <laughs> the deep down inside bucket list. Yeah. The doing an Australian dub to help promote an American <laughs> film oh has been on my fucked bucket list for a long time. <laughs> so it was a so you were wrapped to them when you got that call. Yeah, I was yeah. like, we have to do this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we don't have any time but we have to do this. Have this you looked crazy. up the equivalents of yourselves in other countries to see what they're like? Oh, well, mm. a Broden type in, in like the Netherlands yeah. or whatever. <laughs> no, I did follow the nice man who actually played this my character uh-huh. in the UK, where uh-huh. this was clearly filmed. It's just this nice working actor whose name escapes me as we talk now, uh-huh. but he had like hundred followers. And he's like this nice. I think he may have even been the character, like because we played dead bodies. They put him in, and the, they. Yeah, I yeah, think it's it may. Effects, yeah, yeah, I think it's this nice man. And uh, I just followed him, and I was like, "I'm taking your role in Australia, and I'm really sorry about it." <laughs> I looked my guy up. <laughs> yeah, the his bucket list is gone. Your mate's his bucket list is like tour Australia after Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> after my big break, and he's crossing it off. Like, yeah. oh no. Uh, yeah, no, my my. I looked my guy up the morning we recorded, and it really like said because he was Australian. He was he's based in Britain. Oh shit! But he was Australian, really, and I felt so guilty. Yeah. I felt so bad. <laughs> but then the thing I told myself is it's like if if the, if they don't give it to us they'll give it to Fitzy and Whipper exactly. and you know right, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be dubbed so yeah. we may as well just be the ones to take this and, right. and, and, and a, a silver lining for all those original actors is everyone who went to see the movie because we were in it would message me after and go did I see the wrong <laughs> did I see the wrong movie I was like no we're in it it's like where and you're like well we were those corpses and they go oh no, not in the one I saw. It's like, it re- it is, but they just made us because they didn't bring us in and go. You do Broding and oh, I'm a corpse and yeah, I don't yeah. like mucking around. It's like no copy the original actors. You voice. can't like ad lib because it's word perfect. Yeah. The mouths are moving, mm. and unlike an animation, those are real mouths moving. You have to yeah. do it exactly. Yeah. And it was funny because you can even see it in Broden's one in particular. How close Which was he the is. first one. <laughs> I'm not even sure. <laughs> um, but there's this amazing moment where his character is in the spa- like in the like on set on camera talking and Broden's matching it exactly. And then as it goes and then it goes into a flashback with narration mm. and you can just feel Broden coming out and as soon as it's not <laughs> yeah. matching the mouth, yeah. it's the one line that's like, ah, oh, there's Broden. <laughs> it's a very strange experience. It was a strange experience. Like uh, Zach and Mark went to the premiere in in Hollywood, you've flown oh, yeah. business class there. We went we did this thing in Sydney where we went to you the got a little press tour. I saw the, the yeah. Press video. Yeah, they yeah, set yeah, us up in a hotel. We did like a Margot Robbie. Yeah. We we for a day felt like Margot Robbie. <laughs> they put us in like we did these we we welcomed two audiences to watch the premiere of Dungeons and Dragons in Sydney. And uh we Good reception, out. I'd imagine. Don't know, we left before it ended. Oh, no, I mean, like, to you. Oh, like, yeah. That would have been wrapped to see you. Oh, yeah. They were like, like oh, yeah. this isn't the hot guy from Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many hot people in that movie, and then they got us. <laughs> so we, had, we, we went to two cinemas and did, like, the, oh, we love this movie. You're going to love it. Enjoy. And then we were kind of ushered out of the Hoyts mm. to down this, like, back 
alleyway of Hoyts to an open door where a limo, oh like a God. like a moving cartwheel, is re- like the door opened and it was ready for us to be ushered into it like there would be press or paparazzi <laughs> waiting for us. Ushered out of a Hoyts, that's a bucket list. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the press, the whole, we, we sat, we did the whole thing where you go to a hotel room and you go to the conference room and you sit and you do interviews. You know, the, have you ever been the interviewer? We did it once. We, yeah. uh, Ed, actually, Edgar, Edgar Wright. Wright and I, um, who was the other one? I, I, Lee Winnell. Oh, but God, we don't we cool. don't do them. Like I got asked to interview Quentin Tarantino once, and I just went no. I just because it was yeah. like five minutes. I'm like, what do I say to him? Hey, I love your movies, and do you love making movies? Like, what, what am I going to get <laughs> yeah. out? He's just going to think he'd I'm a tell fucking you idiot. if he'd be like, thanks for liking my movies, and yeah, I do like making movies. We could have an exclusive. Yeah, you you're probably that. right. But I just don't think I, I'd just be nervous, and it would be bad. Yeah, and so I'm just like, I don't want to do it. hundred percent. And I got to say from it. From uh, now that I've seen it from the other perspective, mm. there's no uh, what it made me admire because we were just silly and we yeah. just made lots of jokes. And I kept talking about the movie <laughs> Flatliners because <laughs> <laughs> they kept every single person asked the question, "How did you get into the role of a corpse?" Yeah. And they were like, "Asked it like, oh, this is going to be a different question to the other guys." Mm. And everyone asked it, and then I started saying that I. I did flatliners. I've, like seen, this is, I've seen one of these interviews. Well, yeah. I did it every single interview. Except for one. So one, one, about 19 in to these interviews, he's kept saying, I'm doing flatliners, I stopped my heart. Yeah, um, yeah. And then there's one where Zach starts talking. He's like, oh, you know, I've you know, I, I trained a lot for this. And then Mark goes, Mark tries to do a nice setup for Zach. It's where he's like, and in fact, you, watch, you watched a movie, you tried to replicate a movie, and Zach just in front of this press is, no, I didn't. <laughs> That's like, I don't recall watching any movies. He's like, yeah, didn't you watch a movie? I'm like, no. <laughs> Uh-huh. Do, you, do you think that's why? Because you often see in these interviews, because people do these for days yeah. or yeah. weeks on end, yeah. different countries of the world, jet lagged, same question again and again. And you just watch someone go mad. Yeah. Like yeah, you totally. watch Daniel Craig, like, just come apart <laughs> talking about James Bond. Ooh, you know, twice. Imagine. You had to do that twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ones I think that what ma- it made me really admire. Funny ones are fine, people that are a pair. I think it's the, it's the handsome or the beautiful actors. That have to be charismatic. Yeah, that their brand. Like I was, I felt for your Margot Robbies and your Hemsworths that five minutes they have to be like make this connection and be like, oh, thank you, you're great. Uh, like <laughs> yeah. you would lose your mind. Like you yeah. would literally lose your mind. I think. Yeah, because like Hollywood movie stars, they're they're famous for different reasons mm. to everyone else. Like they're they're beautiful and yeah. and, mm. and can say a line while not moving their head on <laughs> on, on camera. That's different to being, you know interesting to talk to. Mm. Absolutely it is, yeah. And Tarantino would also get, like, people who want to say things to him. Do you mm. know what I mean? It yeah. wouldn't just mm. be like, well, do you, what camera did you use? It would yeah, be like, right. I love movies and I want to talk about myself yeah. and yeah. connection to you. Like, it would be full on. Well, have you seen that Channel 4 guy? There's, I watch them, like, once a year. You know mm. how we have those YouTube videos that you just come back to every year? Mm. There's a guy on Channel 4. He did the Robert Downey Jr. interview. Yeah. Oh, the guy who, like, he, Robert Downey Jr. leaves? Yeah, because he tries to talk to him about his, like, like addiction drug and- addiction. Yeah. And his relationship with his father, like he tries to do like an hour long deep dive. Yeah, and it's in, in one of those seven minutes. Mm. Oh, no, <laughs> it's just like it is. 
It is just, and he also did the same thing where he t- tried to talk to Tarantino about violence in cinema. Hey, that is the same guy. It's yeah, the same guy. And yeah. I, I watch both of those videos once a year, and especially now that I've done it, the idea that you're sitting there, you're like twelve hours in, and some guy's like, "Let's talk about your addiction and your relationship yeah. with your father." And you see Robert Downey Jr. like look to like his handlers, and like, "Can you fucking sort this?" Like, <laughs> the way he handles it is so good. Yeah, he's just like, I'm not going to do this. Like, yeah. it's just like, I'm not. I just I just ate this. nine different hot sauces five minutes ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My brain's not working, and you're asking me about violence. Would, would you go, Would you guys rather do that? What you just did, like a day of just the same questions over and over again, all the weird novelty ones. Because I think somebody, I think like a lot of celebrities are like, oh, this is fun. This breaks up the yeah. day. But I think other celebrities would be like. I don't, I'm not a well, clown. I, I don't de- want to keep performing depends. to this. I think there's good ones. Like Hot Ones is good, but other ones are just like, you're going to play ping pong while we're going to like yeah. shoot darts at you or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, what? just too many things happening. On our Netflix rollout, we were like, we're going to do everything we possibly can to yeah. promote this show. And um, we ended up in a forest <laughs> digging a hole. Oh, your own graves. Yeah, <laughs> we, we literally like three weeks in, we're in the deep in the Dandenong forest mm-hmm. up in the mountains Digging. Oh, you because you did the monolith. Yeah, thing. this is yeah. where it left us. We were like pouring wet cement <laughs> into the earth to to lay a plinth, like deep, <laughs> deep in the wilderness. Mm. And, three weeks into a program. Yeah, like, yeah. and we'd be doing interviews. We'd talk to you guys. It's a long drive as and, well. Like it was really far. And like I just spent two days going. I'm going to jail. <laughs> Like, I'm going to go to jail. So, like, a YouTube channel called I Did A Thing who do really fun science videos. They're great. They're like, let's collaborate. We're like, great. And they said, we want to – everyone's building these plinths around the world. Uh Let's go and make one of them and claim that you guys did it to promote your Netflix. I'm like, that's a great idea. Yeah. But, like, we we, we met them out in the suburbs of Victoria. They had a – they built a big plinth, put it on a trailer – then we drove it into the deep into the forest mm. and had to dig it ourselves, <laughs> and then left. And then like, did they had they picked the spot already? Or no, we, we kind of like, just found it. They, said, they knew the rough area, and then yes, yeah. I remember we went and got KFC. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> just <laughs> eating KFC with these people we just met. But we kind of <laughs> we hit this level forest. where we were just Digging like, I don't care. I love it. I love it. <laughs> we just hit this like level mentally where we're just like, we'll do it all. Yep. We're tired. And that's where it left us and it yeah. was bizarre. And then like two days later it got pulled out by Parks Victoria, thankfully. It was just so – but then like it got it got traction yeah. and people started to think that we actually did it because we did them all. We went mm. to Utah and did yeah, it right. and we – and Jimmy Kimmel, like we almost hooked Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, really? Like where his people reached out and were like, we'd like to have the creators of the plinth on and Mark was like, I'm doing it. <laughs> And then last minute, I think they chickened out. But yeah. it was that's I, I would probably prefer to do a day of interviews than that again. Mm. Yeah. And that worked though. Yes, it did. <laughs> you know what? I would love to do Hot Ones one day. There was like that window where mm. it wasn't like the biggest show on the internet. Yeah, like, yeah. well, people doing? have asked us, not them. Yeah, like, yeah. like, would you guys go on it? It's like, what world do yeah. you think that they would ask us to Maybe go on? Maybe season three we Maybe, could have gone yeah. there. But now it's like Charlie's. Now it's like the Shack is on there and shit. Like, yeah. It's yeah. bigger than – it's a – it's bigger mm. than the Tonight Show's. Yeah, it's mm. huge. We were in America recently, and you turn on the TV, and it's a, it's a TV show. Yeah, like it's a YouTube show that has been bought as a TV show. Now it's so successful. Mm. Yeah, it's huge. So I would do that. Do you know the thing I would never want to do, and the thing that kills me is when they make Australian artists or any country, when if they're not from 
the America, when they're promoting an American film, they make them eat Australian snacks. Oh, Snack wars. Yeah. Nothing yeah. I had <laughs> It's like I feel like I think I saw 15 clips of Margot Robbie promoting Babylon being like, <laughs> like talking to a Mexican co-star, mm. just being like, it's a Tim Tam. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he knows the Tim Tams are good. Yeah. He had to eat a Tim Tam five minutes ago. <laughs> they keep making this guy eat Tim Tams. I, I quite like those ones, but often at times it's like they're clearly on a Hollywood diet and so they're very judgy. Yeah, that's good. I saw one and it was Colin Farrell and Danny DeVito, and Colin Farrell was on like some sort of Hollywood diet. And Danny DeVito two has penguins. yeah, two penguins. <laughs> and Danny DeVito has diabetes, so he could none of them, neither of them. Could they didn't even think about that them. beforehand. No, and it's like incredible. And they're all just and Danny DeVito's like, yeah, that does look good, but. Well, on to the next one, I guess. I, don't <laughs> I saw one with Taika Waititi. It was like drinks mixing or whatever. And I like the interview was good, but he was like, I drove here. Like I can't have a bunch of cocktails. I gotta <laughs> I gotta go after this to another thing. Like yeah. I gotta go to a drug party after <laughs> yeah, this. That's right. A Hollywood drug party. He, he would he would, wouldn't he? Yeah. That, that's the way to do promotion now though. Like old media, there's no point in nah. doing it, is there? It's it's YouTube videos. Yeah. It's like that's where people are watching things. Mm. I know like Daryl Summers for Local references. That's uh, good. That's good. There, that's there was a good. show. We talk about Hey Head Saturday all the time. Of course. But uh, basically, TV. For, for the, yeah. it's right. Basically, there was a show from, I want to say, the early 80s up until the late 90s, uh, which was a variety. It wasn't an hour, it was like three hours. Yeah. I know you guys know this, yeah. obviously. This no, is everybody it's fine. else. It's fine. And so yes, they, I know. Yes. They cancelled it and then they brought it back in like the 2010s and then it got cancelled again for racism, but mostly because nobody watched it. Correct. And then there was a recent interview with Daryl Summers who hosted Hey Head Saturday who was like, where do like local where, where do acts go when they come to Australia now? Where do they go to promote their yes. music or whatever? And it's like they don't need TikTok no. anywhere. Like no. they, they don't, don't need to leave the house. Yeah. Mm. They, they don't need to go sit in front of the Sydney Harbour and do interviews. <laughs> no. Like, they did a post four months ago on their Instagram <laughs> and they're good. They're exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they go on this weird show and like there's an ostrich and a man talking to you and a puppet comes up so and somebody good. draws like a racist cartoon and <laughs> then they cut to a guy holding a saxophone and, yeah. you know, it's just like... Not a guy, Wilbur Wilde. <laughs> yeah. Puts a respect on no the No shade name. on Hey Ed Saturday. It was very much of its era or whatever, but just, yeah, it's just... It's, there is something so special about watching clips of Hey Hey and just seeing American <laughs> celebrities and you don't know it because it's your culture. Yeah. But being like, this is like they're lost in translation. Like they've come, <laughs> yeah. coming to... to our country and they're having an ostrich like they're literally talking to an ostrich puppet just being like all right if this is all right <laughs> exactly and then all of a sudden it's the gong show because there's like yeah. there's the red faces which is a rip off of the gong show and it's just and it went forever yeah like it went for like three hours like it's in the period of australia where most shows would just go hey, no one can watch American TV here. Let's just steal the yeah. show yeah. and redo it. There's a very famous show in the 90s, which is literally just stealing David Letterman's Night show. Nightlight with Steve Weiser. Correct. Yeah. I didn't know if I could say, but yes, just fully just <laughs> what, like stole his show. like monologues and all? And, and jokes, the set. The sets. set was the same but was reversed. Yeah. <laughs> like I think he actually got in trouble for yeah. it. I think it was actually too far even by the 90s standards. Yeah, and right. literally... Did Letterman. They figured it out. People just used to steal shit because no one would know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, there was the guy, we've talked about this, the guy that used to go on. No, no, no. He used to go on Martin Malloy. Yeah. He used to do like funny monologues. Tony Martin. Yeah, it was Tony Martin. Let's say it was Tony Martin. <laughs> yeah. Tony Martin used to go on Martin Malloy and he used to do like funny monologues, like topical monologues and yeah. about, you know, various stuff that was happening in the, around the world. Could we name, we, put, we won't name this guy. I, I think we've talked, we might have even okay, talked yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. But they got, they, they, 
Martin Malloy used to get like they get they'd get Harry Shearer on to like do, yeah. they talked about yeah. it, and they would do best ofs and they'd be like here's the clip and what do you think about that Harry Shearer and Harry Shearer heard one of these was about gun control and he was like oh that's Howard Stern <gasps> that's Howard Howard Stern did that in the US so he was buying like tapes or maybe something or just, maybe his friend was just sending him over and he would just do those every week and wow and then somebody caught him doing it so. reminds me of on the X Factor like not that long ago when someone came out and did stand up fully just did Lee Max yeah bit from ten years ago and there was that whole discussion because I remember Will Anderson got involved as well my good friend Will Anderson yeah sure. everybody here it was like <laughs> Will yeah Will yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I call him Will. <laughs> was so friends. But there was a discussion of like, well, it's like a cover song. You know, he's taking somebody's work and he's making it his own. Oh, but it what he was just he just said the jokes. Mm. And it got a really good reception initially because, you know, the people who are receptive to that, they don't see comedy. So they're just like, Yeah, it's a guy doing inoffensive jokes about, I don't know, Dim Sims or whatever. Yeah. And then he then he wrote his own material, didn't he? For like yeah. the next oh, time and it was God. just like it's not good. Boo. And then Kyle, I remember Kyle Sandilands famously going, I don't see the problem. I think it's good. <laughs> Is that right, Kyle? Yeah. yeah. He's the moral barometer of a nation right there. Love Australia. That is the most famous radio show still, right? Yeah, it is. It, it, I believe Jackie O, the co-host of that show, bought a house for $13 million the other day. But is that like reflective of who's listening? Because I don't know anybody who listens That's to really radio. That's a really good point. And I also know for radio they don't have – this is, this is anything now at this point, right? We have yeah. a topic. We'll wake up right to it. But, it's good yarns. Yeah. Good yarns, yeah. Good yarns. With the, good, they, good yarns and maybe, maybe libel, depending on who we name. Libel know. yarns. <laughs> with radio, there's you can't track the data, like, at all. No, so it's, it's, all it's still book, paper, based. pen and paper, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there's no, like, you know, with a podcast or a YouTube video or a digital streaming show, for example, on iView, mm. Auntie Donna's Cafe Fun Time. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. Do. that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then they, they know who's watching it exactly the right time at what time for how long or when they're like, oh, this bit's boring and they turn off and whatever. They don't know they don't have any of that information and they get millions of dollars in advertising. Crazy. For that, radio is just going on the assumption that the people paying for ad space aren't gonna ask too many questions, I think. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like it's just a lot of confident people going, Hey, we have a billion people watching this. Look at this building that we're yeah. in. <laughs> and then, like, they go, okay, we believe you. And, like, I, I, I believe that's just how the whole industry is being held up at the moment. Yeah. The TV's not far behind it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of radio is very, like, uh, just it's on, you know? Like, that's when I hear. <laughs> it's on. Uh, yeah. I think of all the times I've listened to the radio, it's been in an Uber or a bus, you know? Yeah. Like, that's where. <laughs> well, my parents' house, when they'll watch the cricket, but they'll mute the cricket because they don't like the commentators and they'll put on the ABC commentators. That's See, right. I do that for footy still. <laughs> yeah. I'm 65. Are you a one ear in the. <laughs> do you ever take it to the game and have one ear in the thing? If we want to tangent a little bit, right? <laughs> okay, I think this is. <laughs> Tangent the podcast. But this is kind of tech-based, right? It's, you know, old blokes used to go to live sport, particularly the footy, and you put in, you get your wireless and you put it yeah. in your ear and you listen to the commentary. It's an erect and it would be pretty in sync. Mm. Then what happened is digital radio took over, so there would be maybe a 10-second delay. So that took that out. But now at the MCG, you join the Wi-Fi, connect that to your app, and it's simulcast. You're back to how it was in the 70s. Wow. Nice. So you it's it's teched back to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that now, like an old man, but with high tech young man energy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fun. I tr- I went to um, 
I went to the drive-in recently and I went for a second time. The first time our car battery broke down. So the second time I was like, I'm going to buy a little portable radio. That's great. And I've got to tell you, buying a portable radio in this day and age <laughs> is really wild. Yeah. I, like, did, did, I wanted to do research. I was like, I wonder if like the New York Times tech section has done like a list of <laughs> best portable radios. And they were just like, there's one. There's, yeah, there's just, one. There yeah. is one portable radio. Yeah. Just buy that one, guys. Like, <laughs> I went in our newer car to speak in a tech stuff if we're doing tangents to a, to a drive-in. <laughs> And the we'll car, it, yeah. the car was so so new that it would just keep shutting off. Yeah, yeah it's like your your, ra- your engine or your radio shouldn't be on, or like the GPS wow. would light up as you want. Like it, it just couldn't comprehend that yeah. you wanted to leave the radio on. It was just like no. So I'd have to like, I'd even have to like open the door, close the door, so it would think that it was like a different car trip. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to be that clever. And that's the thing. You've also got to pick the kind of movie where you're happy to like have weird shit like that happen. Like yeah. I know people that went and watched Knives Out at the drive-in. I was like, that's the wrong because then their radio dropped out oh. as he was revealing who the killer. Oh no! <laughs> was like, no, you got to pick the kind of movie where you're perfectly happy to just miss ten minutes of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Good tangents, bud. Great yeah, tangents, great tangents, guys. Well, well, We've yeah, done over everybody. 30 minutes. That's heaps, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now let's keep going. Let's ride this out. <laughs> well, I, I we had a rough topic that was like scene-stealing performances because you guys, you're always be stealing scenes, like in Dungeons & Dragons. By the way, it is a good movie. I, I know, yeah, like, movie, yeah. you didn't, like have an impact on the larger property <laughs> by the time it came to you. But it was great, and it's probably not going to get another also, one. Also, uh, like three weeks after Dungeons & Dragons came out, Mario came out, so. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Doesn't, what, doesn't, what, matter, doesn't matter who's in Dungeons & Dragons, it's going to be annihilated. Did you review this week, Mario, or have you done uh, two last, weeks last week? week. Oh, yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, did just, you give it best movie ever? I didn't mind it as like a kid's movie. It's fine, but yep. as like a movie, it's pretty like low effort. Because, I, like, I, I mean, I, as you mentioned, my, my side project is I watch – every movie starring John Leguizamo, mm. who was in the original Mario. Oh, yeah. Mm. So that is like a holy grail for me. Yeah. I, I give that movie too much respect. <laughs> so the idea, this new Mario movie mm. like literally mm. upsets me. What I like about that original one, it's, it's like it's weird and it's, it's bad. bad shit. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so off the wall. Like why would you think that this was the thing? It's, it's to make. It's the thing I always say about it. I say this a lot, so I won't go too far into it. But it's what you're meant to do. My my understanding is what you're meant to do if you're a filmmaker is you're meant to make the movie for them. If you get the opportunity to make a Mario movie, mm. you go, all right, I'll make this Mario movie. And when it's a success, then I'll do my cyberpunk underground dinosaur movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what they did was I think they were just like, oh, this is our opportunity to make our dinosaur cyberpunk <laughs> underground movie and we'll just put Bob Hoskins in a Mario outfit in the middle of it. And it is insane. It's insane yeah. that that exists. Like it couldn't exist now, I don't think. There's a great interview of, of him where he after he took it on, <laughs> yeah, he speaks to his, he's, he's told his son, he's like, yeah, I'm in Mario or whatever. And his son's like, like the video game. And he's like, what? Like, no idea. No idea. Holy hell. I mean, if you brought that, like, why would you think that's a video game, though? You know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> there's this phenomenal behind the scenes video from like the late 90s where they interview the cast and the directors, and the directors are the funniest people. They're like, we were reading a book about dinosaurs <laughs> and we thought, wouldn't it be interesting if dinosaurs were still around? <laughs> that would be interesting. It's like Jurassic Park. You're talking about you Jurassic should, Park. Or, did you just, or maybe you just watched Jurassic Park a year before you released this film. On Mario as well, we went to uh, Mario World. 
oh, Nintendo the, World. The one in um, LA? LA, yeah, the yeah. Universal Hollywood. What's it like? It's um, well, some people will know what I'm about. It's quite breathtaking. Yeah, it's quite it's quite stunning. Is it? They make use of the space I hear because it's not as big as you'd like think. Is that right? It, it, it's brand okay. <laughs> well, I, the way I said it to Zach right is when you go to Universal in like five years time, mm. it's going to really make you think that Universal's great. At the moment, it's kind of like being branded as you're going to Nintendo World and living in Nintendo World, and you can spend a day in Nintendo World. It's one of like. 10 places you can go to in Universal. Mm. When you first walk through that doorway or archway and you see the Mario world around you, that's... It's one of the most impressive, like, whoa. Yeah. Aesthetically stunning, right? Mm. And we're like, this is going to be great. And uh, we went to the first ride and the line was 210-minute wait. But we, we, we're old hands at this. We, oh, yeah, but yeah. we only waited. Get out of the way. Yeah. yeah. We, we <laughs> kids are, kids are tiny. Yeah. Kids are tiny. We went the single rider and we were on in 15 minutes and we yep. experienced it. And we, I, I thought what you just said about the movie is how I felt about the ride, which is that it's the Mario Kart ride. I was like, mm. That's, kids will like that. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't world changing. No. Nah. Mm. And they're like, all right, let's go try the other rides. And we walked around, went to the first one. We're like, that's not a ride. That's like a hit a brick thing. Yeah. Huh. And then we went to another thing. That's not a ride. And then we, hang on. And then we walked up to an employee and we went, "Are there any other rides?" And I went, "No, that's it. You got to buy like a what forty dollar wristband to hit a brick." Or like, oh, you nah. can go around and collect stuff and win yeah, I, coins. Or is the one in Japan better? Is that? But but you know what? I think Broden made the point. Yeah. The one in Japan would be better because we went on opening week. Yeah, so okay. we went when it was, and this is the first time I've ever been to a theme park where it's been like. Opening week. I usually like to let it settle a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I think part of the problem was the hype. Like we walked straight there. We walked in. We were expecting to spend yeah. a few hours. I think you're absolutely right. Give it a few years. If you mm. went to Jurassic World and did that ride and saw some dinosaurs and then saw Transformers and then that classic mummy, the mummy area. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. The mummy. Did the movie. The mummy, yeah. Kids see Minions. You do Waterworld. And then Nintendo's also there. Mm-hmm. That's great. But as a whole world, it, we were let down. But it, visually, the most imp- like I think more impressive than Disneyland. I think yeah, okay. into, like it was. It was they really, go for it. I mean, yeah. that's universal. Here's my thing. I get very nerdy about theme parks. <laughs> Is this going to be a tangent? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think we're in the tangent. Oh, we right. should talk about your trip to LA though that you did for D and D. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we'll finish the tangent. We'll yeah, tangent yeah, yeah, yeah. that after this tangent. If you wouldn't um, I think Universal are better at doing lands at the moment, particularly IP. Mm. But Disney are better at the whole experience. Like the yes. way, like I, I feel whiplash when I'm at a Universal theme park. Mm. I, I theme park, theme park. <laughs> I feel like I always feel a little bit sick, and I've got a headache after Universal because it's just like, oh, I'm in Nintendo now. Oh, I'm <laughs> in Waterworld now. Whereas like Disney's a lot more smooth and like yeah. And when you're in the line, it's an experience. Yeah. And a- Painting might talk to you or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just a, a much sort of overall the experiences are much more considered. I My favourite Universal thing is I was talking to Dracula there once. He was just, <laughs> he was just, walking, oh, yeah. he was just walking around. Daylight. Yeah, and okay. um, someone I mean, got, not technically inaccurate. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, that's miles. true, yeah, yeah. It's His like, powers and, would be greatly diminished, but he'd <laughs> still be able to walk around. At Disney World they have all these rules about, you know, world and canon and all that stuff, and mm. <laughs> Universal just do not care. And this Dracula is like this 55-year-old actor working yeah. there, hello, how are you? And um, he's getting photos with people, like, you want a photo? Yeah. Like, he's not like, I won't be in it or anything yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> um, um, and... Um, Someone's taking a photo of him and they it slips out of their hands and dropped on the ground and the Dracula just in carry goes, is it all right? 
<laughs> it looked like a bad drop. He's like, oh, good, good, good. All right. <laughs> just like, just a man going, is your phone okay? <laughs> and by comparison, in Star Wars Land at Disney, you can see the peak of um, you can see the peak of Splash Mountain. So they made sure that the paint of the color of Star Wars of, of Galaxy's Edge was the same color as Splash Mountain, so, so that the peak. Yeah. Of Splash Mountain wouldn't take you out of the immersion. Compare that to you're meeting Dracula. You can see Jurassic World Transformers, <laughs> Scooby the Doo's over there, Scooby Doo all in your vision at once. Yeah, it's full on. Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So my trip to LA Here to promote um, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it was very funny. It was a very funny trip. They just said to us, they're like, "Would you be interested in?" Going to LA to the Hollywood premiere of Dungeons and Dragons, and no, no rules. They were just like maybe do a couple of posts so about there, it. There wasn't like any obligation, like you have to do an interview or no. They were like just maybe do a couple of posts about it, and we we're like, um, I was like, no, I'm really tired. I've just been to LA. I we were there a week earlier. Broden's <laughs> doing something else. Like I don't think we're up for it. And they're like, you know, maybe if they fly us business class, oh, sure. Um, and even then I was like, but maybe not. And then they're like, okay, we'll fly you and Mark business class to the <laughs> LA premiere of Dungeons and Dragons so you can take a photo on the red carpet <laughs> and say you went and then sit and watch the other guys doing the performance. <laughs> and we're like, oh. who, who, were they there? The actors. The other actors. The American well, no, I, don't, yeah. I don't think so. I mean, uh, no. God, I'd I mean, imagine you would have a higher profile, though. That's why they are. I think that's you, what they wanted. Yeah. They wanted us to go there to promote it in Australia. Sure. But yeah. it was a very strange experience <laughs> because we were like, we're not in this movie. And then it was like, what category do they put us <laughs> uh-huh. in? You know, so, so they were handing us over to the US Universal team. And it's like, what category do you put us in? We're not the talent because uh-huh. we're not in the movie, but we are kind of in the movie. But I guess we're there to promote it. So they put us in with the influencers. Oh, say influencers, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. were the influencers. Um, so, so we got there. We got there the day before. We get in. Um, I go to sleep. We wake up. I get this email where they're like, at 5 p.m. you will get the opportunity to walk on the red carpet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's fine. I'm doing this for you. It's all good. We don't, it's not an opportunity, but all right. And we, <laughs> we walk down the red carpet. <laughs> and the real photographers are like setting up like they're yeah. not ready yet because none of the real celebrities are there yet they have a photographer there from paramount like not even standing behind the barricade where the real photographers are just there he's, he's standing there and he takes some photos of us and we're like okay cool <laughs> and we keep walking and uh mark is friends with Liv hewson from yellow jacket yeah and they had just done the season two premiere of Yellow Jackets at the Chinese theatre a week before and they're like a star of this show. Mm. And Mark was like, wouldn't it be funny if you came with us to this? Because <laughs> Broden can't make it. You can be our Broden. So we're walking down the red carpet and then they go, and one of the photographers who's setting up just goes, live, just live. <laughs> and our whole joke was live was Broden. Like, just live. And we're like, okay. And then we, and then we just to the side while this real photographer took a photo of Liv and then and then and then I was like and then I thought it'd be funny to just sort of poke my head in because then it'd be like this funny like I could imagine mm. the what's the Getty images is that yeah. what it is yeah. wouldn't that be funny if there's a Getty images where <laughs> yeah. like I'm half in shock yeah photographers have a good sense of humor about that yeah sometimes. well that's <laughs> yeah, exactly but I at least thought he would feel too awkward about it because I'm Australian yeah. used to Australian photographers he was just like no just live <laughs> <laughs> live 
thought that I was trying to get in the photo because I was standing behind them, thought I was trying to get in the photo legitimately. So it was like, oh, can we do some with <laughs> <laughs> Which is even more embarrassing because I'm just standing there. And then we go and got, got put in the, the area with the with the influencers. <laughs> oh, the, the paddock with the influencers. Yeah, and then yeah. the Australians. The pen. The pen, the pen, the, the little pen. The, and we were calling it the pig pen and we're in the pig pen. And then the Australian Paramount people had said to the American Paramount people, if you get a chance, can you get a photo of them with some of the stars? Uh-huh. Of the movie. Sure. And the American Paramount people were being really good about it. They mm. were just like, we're going to get you in front of all the other influencers and we're going to really give <laughs> you an opportunity to do this photo. But we were still behind a barricade. Mm. So I'm pretty sure the photo we would have gotten would have been like a selfie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like we were meeting <laughs> leading Chris Pine. It'll say Chris Pine poses with a fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. But I did see Chris Pine... Um, so I was in the little pen for an hour with our guests. <laughs> what do they they give you anything? You just stand there? No, they were like, uh, no, no, we were just standing there. But I feel They're like giving you exposure. So we were free exposure. to move. This was not them being rude. It was just like we were free. <laughs> to, were, I think they thought we wanted that photo, and I'm like, I'm fine. I don't need the photo. <laughs> so we're standing there, and then Chris Pine comes, and I got to say, Chris Pine. I only saw him from like 20 metres away. He's the most handsome man I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. Like he is more handsome in real life than on right. camera and he's already a 10 out of 10. Yep. Right. I was just like that's I'd believe it. intimidating. Because, yeah. you know, there's like there's like good looking in real life yeah. and then there's TV, movie good looking. Yeah. It's, mm. a diff- it's a different level of yes. good looking. And usually when you meet them in real life they're like, oh, you're made for TV. You're a little bit. He was just like this Adonis right. running around. And I was like, my God, maybe I get to meet the most <laughs> handsome man in the entire world. But he was really good to his fans and, mm. and all of them were. They were really good to their fans. So they spent heaps of time with their fans and then it pushed it back. So then after an hour in the pen, a security guy came and was like, sorry, we have to cut your meeting <laughs> <laughs> so we got pulled into the cinema. And I think the American Paramount people would have stopped it if they'd seen it and gone, no, no. But we were just like, all right. Yeah, and we went in and had our little free popcorn <laughs> <laughs> and watched the movie for a second time without our voices. And you know what? It's actually really good. I it's a movie. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> fun. You and haven't then, seen it? Uh, there was a screening done for us mm. uh, in Melbourne that I was at for a, a, a portion of. I had to go and talk to um, Brendan Favola, though. Okay. So I left. For so work? I, yeah. For, yeah, okay. And so I didn't I haven't seen the movie <laughs> yet. It'll be on streaming. I don't It'll be on streaming. Yeah, about two weeks. Yeah. It'll be on streaming. It's actually really yeah. good. It's good. It's genuinely good. That was yeah. the whole program. Yeah. So it's actually really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris Pine, we were talking about that the other day. Chris Pine's had to do in his career two of those because he had he did the Star Trek reboot as well. Yeah. So he had, he's had to do two campaigns that are like You'd think this is for nerds, but actually it's for normies. It's normal people would like it's that's also his, good. That's his brand. That's yeah. his brand. Yeah, he's he's, he's the guy they bring in to yeah. be like, it's not just for nerds anymore. It's, it's regular. Got Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, Wonder Woman's got a bit of that as well. It's like, oh, I thought this would be it's actually really good. Yeah. Chris Pine. Okay, that's three then. That's great. <laughs> that's great for him. Two for sexist and anyone for can any, uh, one for sexist and two for nerds. Can anyone here in like I'll give you I'm gonna time it. <laughs> sure. The the answer is no. Whatever it is, I can't do it to time. So I just I'm going to give you three seconds, right? Someone in three seconds, starting shortly, tell me another Chris Pine film. Hello, High Water. The 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 the, the bummer. They're in a computer. What was that one? It what? just came out. I don't know. It, it, it's a computer world, and it's three seconds Tron. gone. No. 
Did you just give away the twist? Yes. Oh. Is it a computer world? Yeah. Oh, uh, don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. Is it a computer world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello, high water. Yeah. I love Hell. That's a great movie. Ben Foster is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm still reeling from the fact that Don't Worry Darling is a computer it's world. It's a computer twist. world. It was like a... I thought oh, no, it was computer what, world. What I, I would have ha- definitely watched yeah. it. What, I think ha- I what, what we world. think happened is that initially it wasn't a computer yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, it was Because yeah. re- the movie makes more sense if it wasn't a computer world. Yeah. But then clearly somebody's gone, you know, we've done that. And they went, okay, what if computer world? And computer world's more current. Is it yeah, Stepford yeah, yeah. Wives? Yes. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, but computer world. But yeah. Computer world. <laughs> yeah. I, someone who was just like watching a bunch of uh, movies from the late nineties. <laughs> there was a lot of computer world in the late nineties. People yeah. think it was Boy, just it was the Matrix. There. Yeah, that's right. I love the Existence. Yeah, Existence. Yeah. And then, mm. but now, now, don't worry, darling. Is enters that we did. We did an episode on it, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Because we, so, we weren't gone here, but when we watched them, we're like, that was. Yeah, okay, we should talk about that. Because there's so <laughs> many... It's a 1998 movie. Yeah, because there's so many hints in it that, like, something is going on and it just feels at the end they just went, like you said, that's ah, a computer. <laughs> a computer, probably. <laughs> probably computer. Yeah. Uh, so this is the last little bit was we watched the movie oh, yep. that came out. Kyle MacLachlan was there and I love Kyle MacLachlan. Is Kyle MacLachlan again? From um, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. And, he, and Dune. And original Dune, Dune. Dune. And mm. Sex in the City. And Sex in the City. Mm. And he's probably one of the few. I wouldn't ask many celebrities for a photo, particularly in that setting, but he's one of the few that I was yeah. like, I would do want a photo. Mm. But my phone had run out of batteries. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, wow. And then... Three different people, which is quite, you know, mm. nice for us. Three different people. And also because there were a lot of nerds in the audience. <laughs> Three different people. I'm a nerd, I can say. <laughs> you recognised Mark and I from yeah. Auntie Donna and wanted to get a photo with us in the foyer. Were they like, the what are you doing here? Yeah, uh, yeah we're like, we're in the <laughs> Australian release. <laughs> <laughs> That interaction every time. So I was doing it. We're in the pen and I'm so excited. We're not in this one. And we got three different photos and every time it was the funniest thing. Every single photo we got with them, everyone in the foyer would be like, see the photo situation? They'd see someone getting a photo Mm. and be like, oh, my God, who is it? Like they would turn to be like, this is going to be someone famous, see us, and just be like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so three. That was the final part of the night. Was three different occasions of everyone in the foyer looking at us <laughs> and being so disappointed. <laughs> that is, I, I can see why marketing budgets blow out. Because what an expensive thing for you to not do anything for them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like you, they didn't even tee it up so. You could get a photo with the cast and put it on your Insta and then... You could have played Dungeons and Dragons with the cast of Dungeons and Dragons or something. There was a post at some point. We did a post and that post did really well. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Then it was worth it. And then I think it sold 900,000 more tickets. Wow. I read a a, uh, Hollywood Reporter article where as they were listing other territories that did better than expected, Australia was... Well, there you go. Exactly. That's a proven entity then, isn't it? it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, I love that. I was just relieved that it was good. Yeah. I'm glad people like it. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to be... There was a little part of me... That I hope it was super bad. ...that it was wanted it to be bad. Like to, <laughs> like, the, like original Dungeons I, and Dragons. Like, yeah. Not yeah. like average bad, like, like, uh, but like awful. Like, uh, like ill-advised. Yes. You know, because I'm not about bad, you know, I don't believe yeah. in so bad it's good, but I'm a big believer in how did this get made. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Big time. And I was hoping it would have a bit of that, yeah. and then I watched and I'm like, oh, no, it was good. 
Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, so this is not something I could, like fifty years from now. I could have been like, I was in this cooked movie. Just and I was like, oh no, it's good. So uh. yeah, <laughs> sorry, the dogs come to visit. Oh, it's dog it. time, everybody. It wouldn't doggy. be a podcast without a dog. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so do you want to do? You, do you guys mind sticking around for the next segment of the show? It's called oh, absolutely. What absolutely. We Reading, What We Gonna Read. Yeah. We gotta play the theme though. I don't do that anymore. Collings puts it in in the edit, so oh, wow. we've moved on. Jeez, and also, yeah. I don't know if this works anymore. So yeah, no, don't touch it. <laughs> I could play the letters theme off my phone if you want to. It's up to you. Yeah. I want to sing. What are we reading? All right, I'll play. And then one <laughs> of you has, up. and then one of well, you has to whisper Westworld. Westworld. Okay. I, mean, I don't really do that anymore, but I'll do it. Well, for I, you. I can <laughs> sing it a cappella if you want. <laughs> I can. In- I mean, if you want. Da, 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 da. <laughs> What are we reading Westworld today? today. That's for you, Bryden. That was in the room. That's really cool. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. It was. Beautiful. So this is a segment, uh, Zach, because you, you probably don't know this, where we just talk about things that we've been watching or reading or, or doing or looking at. Zach, you don't listen to podcasts. Is that right? I listen to I, – I don't really listen to many comedy podcasts. Uh-huh. Mm. So I listen to – because I do comedy, and mm. I feel like the, the brand of comedy podcast is – like you're another person listening. You're in yes. the chat. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what it is, you know. And because I do that a mm. lot, I mean, I do two podcasts that are that kind of thing. Yeah. It's like it it's feels a, a little holiday. bit like work. Mm. When yeah, I'm yeah, listening yeah. to a comedy podcast or like a chatty podcast, it's like I feel like I've got to be funny. I've, I feel like <laughs> yeah. they're walking the dog and I've got to be like, yeah, and what about this? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I tend to listen to really dry stuff. I'm currently mm. listening to a podcast. I listen to um, Sean Carroll, Mindscape with Sean Carroll. He's a, he's a theoretical physicist. Oh, and he just talks to interesting people. Okay, but what if he had a funny sidekick who was always jumping in saying <laughs> funny stuff? So. That would be pretty good. Be you know, good I'm telling yeah. you. I also listened to this uh, architecture one, which is the most boring. His podcasts are three hours long a piece. Yeah, they're huge. My goodness, they're huge. Yeah. And he just and – and they go – and like – it's it's actually really fun because he's a science educator. He's like he is really smart, but but the best part is he often gets on like big, big, big physicists that aren't educators. All they do is maths, mm. and it's I get a real thrill and find it really funny when they're trying to like translate these really complicated ideas. They're like the holographic universe is like, um, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I'm saying like these really complex physics terms. They're like, oh, you know, uh, and then he's like, that's okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's just an hour of these really smart people trying to dumb stuff down for me and not not succeeding. It's like, I, I imagine, it I imagine a lot of those guys come in and then they realize midway through the sentence they can only express it through like mathematics. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. an equation. They're like, I, there's no normal way to <laughs> say yeah. any of this. <laughs> they're like, it's like it's wriggling around, but you know. Uh, <laughs> It's really fun. I enjoy it. Anyway, I'm crazy. (laughs) That's what I listen to. I'm having a panic attack. I don't think I've watched anything at all. That's okay. Sometimes that happens, right? Yeah. I was just, I just, I thought, this is crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize I was saying the thing I listened to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, really... I thought I was doing a tangent. No, no, you were right on target. My yeah, yeah. And I, I thought I was doing a tangent. I'm like, oh god, I got to get onto something. I'm, li-. no, no, you were. That doing was it. the thing I that listened to. Right. You've done it, <laughs> and I think that's beautiful. Um, I a bit of show and tell. I, I've, been oh, hello. Reading, I've been reading uh, this. Oh. It's, it's called Reckless. It's mm. by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. It's a comic book. Hardcover. Hardcover. Um, so people might know Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. They do a lot of like crime. Comic books. They did the Winter. They created the Winter Soldier for Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but they do a lot of. They have, they have a series called Criminal. Uh, but this is like. This is like. Um, I didn't know you brought in 
Usually Sometimes. I don't, but I Sometimes. usually I don't. But I'm like, I'll do show and tell today. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but he's this is about a, a character called Ethan Reckless, and he's sort of like a. It's set in the '80s. He's sort of like a like a pulp. Yeah. This, he's, the, he's sort of been built to be like the classic pulp action hero. So he's like Parker from Payback, yeah. or like the Executioner, or something like that. He's he's like he's he's a he's a guy with a checkered past. And he lives in an abandoned movie theater. And he's got a number of people call if they're in trouble, and, mm. and he kind of helps them out. The whole thing has a Mad Max vibe looking. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta say, it's one of the most. I'm glad you did show and tell because yeah. to, to explain, it's one of the most baller cover images. Right? Of, it looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But um, yeah. So uh, yeah, Ed Brubaker. Is that the entire and, run? No, there's like four more. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get more. So. Four more big issues, like yeah, four, like four more of these, yeah, yeah. Compendiums. Brubaker and Sean Phillips have done a bunch of stuff. They have a long-running series called Criminal, mm. which is like oh, about a, a family of criminal. There's a uh, the Fade Out, which is about um, like a murder mystery in the golden age of Hollywood. Uh, kill or be killed, which is about a guy who has to kill people for the devil or be killed. <laughs> I guess. Can I ask, or be killed. Yeah. Is this is this like an example of the genre, or is it a play on the genre? Do you know what I'm saying there? Oh, like is it is it uh, is it self aware? Is it within the genre, or is it more like a exploration of the genre? I think it's well within the genre. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's like, um, mm, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, cool. cool. We're gonna sit here in silence as Zach reads the book. That's the thing, <laughs> that's the thing about doing it show and tell style, especially if there's a guest. You just pass the thing around, and people go, "Ooh, yeah, ooh, that's pretty that, good, uh, isn't it?" We do it like a comic book thing behind a paywall, but we could never Big describe sandwich. art. Big sandwich. That's right. We're just like it's it's good and it's kind of real. Like it looks some like it's real. You know, it's a guy. And he looks like the guy most of the yeah, time. Sometimes <laughs> like this was more cartoon than than real. Yeah. Like we're just really bad at it. But uh, <laughs> um, a succession. I've been watching Succession. If oh, anybody's been watching, there was a big twist. I don't want to spoil it if you don't know the the twist. I think I saw it. Yeah. I think some like asshole organization <laughs> did an article about it and made it the headline. Yeah, they I'm did. Really upset about that. And there was mm. like there was. There was what's the word like recourse about mm. them choosing to do that. And yeah, it was a really a real point by that organization to be pricks about it. Yeah, they went out of their way like yeah. the second it happened. Yeah. I wouldn't say it spoils like the episode. No, like yeah. So you know, it's more kind of like how it plays out and whatever. But it certainly was a wow. This is the last season. Yeah, I never this watched. I still haven't seen Game of Thrones. Right, mm. so I met, missed Red Wedding. Yeah. And I feel like this was my red wedding. Yeah, like, right, This was yeah. my – and I was so lucky because usually I'm about a week behind, but I just happened to have that morning off when it came out. I happened to – I saw someone being like, wow, and I was like, I'm not going to go on social media. Mm. I'm going to go watch this. And I got to experience the shock of it. And yeah. it's, I think it's the first time in a long time where I've like – That's cool. – gotten to experience the shock of an episode. Mm. It's a good – it's a good yeah. episode. A, yeah. I, I haven't seen Succession. It's It's pretty good. That's great. <laughs> People like it. Yeah, yeah. But now you know the twist. So I do. It's no true, point. Yeah. yeah. No, but <laughs> no, there is a twist. <laughs> There's lots of twists. A lot of twists. You don't know what's happened. I, yeah, I yeah, love because yeah. we both read the same article recently about the Murdoch family. Oh yeah. And how, there's so much stuff in it about that like relates to Succession, but something specifically is Jerry Hall in her divorce contract with Rupert Murdoch wasn't allowed to sell any stories to the writers of Succession. Like that was. What of... does Rupert Murdoch have to do with succession? <laughs> um, oh, wow. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, because I know that Binge is owned by Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, that's, that's where you it. can yeah, watch succession that's in that's Australia. Yeah. That was always my – I always was like I hope they get to a point where they make 
uh, where they make an episode where someone starts making a show about their life mm. and you think it's going to be really bad for them and then the twist at the end is they end up uh, – Buying it and screening it in their home country. Yeah. <laughs> like they end up profiting from the show about them. <laughs> Incredible. Well, look, guys, we can we can leave it here so you can go to a different place if you want. Or we can record a video after this if you want to be in a video. What video? Uh, it'll probably be like a Fast and Furious quiz if, if oh, you want to see. Love that. I love a bit of Fast <laughs> okay, and cool. Furious. Well, we'll do yeah, that then. Great. But uh, again, Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe. Yeah. Uh, it's mm-hmm. on ABC iView. You can watch it on a VPN. That's me saying that. They've left the room <laughs> yeah. uh, if you're anywhere else in the world. Oh, but it's, no. it's well <laughs> worth it. Are you sponsored by that? Yeah. Who are you sponsored by? You guys gave me Nord? <laughs> yeah, Nord. Express we, sometimes? What have we got? Express VPN. I don't know because I've we, stopped. We play two Hello against Fresh. each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You stream it with Hello, Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh VPN. That's right. <laughs> I've stopped doing YouTube ads because they're, they're annoying. Yes. And you don't like, like getting random emails from people you're not sure are real or fake? Well, there's that. And the ones that I do, like, they're like, can you do this? And I'll say it and record it and send it to them. And they're like, you said this. Can you say that? Oh. Like, you told me to say that. <laughs> and then I'll have to redo it. and what? It's not, Look, it's nothing work for, for like, stupid money. There's, but it's yeah. uh, but it's annoying. <laughs> whenever we do ad reads for things, mm. we like, whenever I record, like, GTA or something like that, I'll mm. read it just flat. And they'll yeah. go, they'll get notes saying, it sounds like Broden's making fun of the product. <laughs> and then I'll do it again and go, no, he's making fun. I'm like, make Zach do it. I, don't, yeah. I can't do yeah. this. But then I go, this is my problem, is I, I, I try, I'm like, I've fully abandoned trying to make it conversational. I just go full, this is an exciting new product from now. Yeah. Like, I go full 90s, like, announcer uh, with my Because sometimes they're like, make it your own. But it's yeah. like, this is no, such a niche problem. Do not mean that. Yeah, no, you, they, don't, you, don't know, you don't know what our own is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had recently, I did a PlayStation one. And they'll like pick two PlayStation games that you can talk about and write like a little script. I'm like, sure, whatever. I'll, I'm happy to do it. And I picked, I can't remember, Spider Man and another one. And I wrote the thing and I recorded it. And they're like, great. And then they came back and they said, yeah, not that one. And I'm like, well, what, just tell me which ones yeah, to I mean, talk exactly. about. Talk I mean, about it. Like, um, if I said I'll do it, I'll do it. Like, I'll do the version that you want to do. If I didn't want to do it, I just say, <laughs> I would just say, I don't want to do it. Who's bringing this episode to us? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't <laughs> oh, know. If we uh, have it's, it, uh, I just remembered I haven't expressed an opinion on Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe. Oh yet, yeah, go this episode. On. I thought it was very funny. Yeah, right. yeah. thank you. And here's a, here's a backhanded compliment. So I saw the first two. Here, I saw the first two episodes at uh, the screening. You guys were nice enough yeah, to you, invite me to the screening, yeah. the Astor Theatre. And the thing about the show is it's probably not the ideal show to see with a giant crowd because there's so many jokes in it that everybody's still laughing at one joke and yeah. the next one's or coming. Different things and I'm like, what well. What was the joke? <laughs> Wind it back a bit. That's yeah. nice. Play it, play it again. Yeah. It's like seeing super bad at the cinema. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. One of my favourite laughing things mm. in them. Yeah. No, yeah. but uh, thank you. That's very nice. That's thank you for coming. Show. Thank you for watching. What was your favourite bit of this? Have you? I like the real yeah, estate like, episode yeah. and the whole thing. I know you've done a skit. Mm. Oh, I love the. We're going to go the, on for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. The Blueberry Bandits. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's Patrick from Hot Department. Yes. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys are great. Oh, cool. I really liked also the, you sitting in on the Bucks weekend or Bucks night. <laughs> it's real, I'm, isn't it? I've just been in that room. And I do this guy's got a pink helmet or whatever. And having that conversation about what are you doing and whatever. That whole episode is based. Based off uh, our director Max Miller's literal bucks and uh, or stag or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, literally, we went to go karts. Uh-huh. Yep. Then yeah, we I've went been to one of those. Yeah. Then That's we went great. to holy moly mini golf, mm-hmm. and then we went to 
I think we had Chinese for dinner and then yeah. went to a whiskey bar and then went bowling. And it's just like meeting people in other boring jobs for six hours. Yeah. So many scheduled activities. And the best yeah. part was I, my favourite part of going back to bowling is like those scheduled activities are about breaking the ice. The ice was broken. I'd made friends and then we had to go back into scheduled activity. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. like, now we're going to go bowling? It hits a point where it's like we can just hang out. I'm good now. Yeah, I, met, yeah, yeah. I met like your wife's second cousin. <laughs> yeah. we, it turns out we both like brutalist architecture. What a twist. <laughs> Let's talk about that. We're good. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I loved it. All yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh, and uh, Vidya's great as yes. the, uh, the the. As the, the nameless local, one. The local nerd. <laughs> so upsetting. She's got too many novelty leggings and yeah, yeah, yeah. outfits. Yeah, she on. really took that to town. She's like, when we pitched the idea, she was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Let me fedora, yes. She loved that, yeah. The, the makeup's good as well. There's a Incredible. few, like, spooky characters yeah, in it yeah. as yeah. well, like, yeah, the, Lizzie, the pop Liz, up. Liz Sharp, the makeup director of this, is a, is a, is a gun. And lots of prosthetics and cool yeah. things. Like There's that. a lot of it's very because I think it's that that big thing with sketch, particularly mm. in Australia. You know, when, when I, I remember I said very early on, I was like, we need a good budget for hair and makeup, like better yeah. than you think, mm. because even though what we're doing isn't sketch, it's a narrative sitcom. Mm. There's lots of people playing multiple characters, so there's there's sort of a necessity for wigs and makeup to make people look different. Mm. And it's like there's this expectation. I was just like, it has to look good because sometimes people are just like, oh, chuck them in a wig. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, it's yeah. like, I don't want that chuck them in a wig look. Absolutely. So it's very cool yeah. that you said that. Yeah, she's great. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for coming. It's all linked You're below. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you a look. It's like, stop it. Ah, uh, yeah. Cheeky mate. Check it. Check it all out. <laughs> Wow, the letter segment. I uh -oh. wish. I wish. Uh -oh. oh, wait. We don't need to wish, Mason. Yes. Why is that? It. We made it to the letter segment. Oh, that's so true. It's coming up right now. And as if by magic, the theme song is going to present itself just like this. Okay. Oh, it didn't work. Just scroll for some reason. This is the worst kind of magic. Breaks the illusion. No, 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 James. At the end, you're going to be like, oh, my God, that worked perfectly. You thought he was a stumbling boob. <laughs> but actually, <laughs> Alakazam. Alakazam, you know? et cetera. That's yeah. right. And okay. Then, Classic one was wow. letters, letters. Alakazam, boom. We love you. Some letters. They're only a take my way. And now they're here right now. We're going to do letters. <laughs> and that's the prestige. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it was. Prestige was a movie. It was. The real me's dead. Christian Bale was in Fell it. into a tank of water. <laughs> I've been doing this for years. <laughs> Don't look under the desk. <laughs> Some pile of dead bodies. Yeah. Oh. Am I the real me or a clone me? I don't know. I don't care. I don't Basically, care either. It's the latest segment. I did for a while. This, 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 is like, this is existentially terrifying, but then I'm like, nah, who cares? It's fine, I <laughs> I'm always, I've always been here and I yeah. always will be. And I'm always tired. doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you do want to reach the show, it's quite easy. All you can do is hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. That's right. What do you have in the Gmail today? Here's an email from Rain. Rain? Question, are there any movies you've avoided on principle? Damn. For example, I've never watched Galaxy Quest, even though I've never heard anything bad about it. <laughs> I just have no desire to seek it out, no matter how great it sounds. It is Love great. the pod from Rain. I mean, Rain has said, are there any movies you've avoided watching on principle? Then they've like, I've never watched Galaxy Quest just because. <laughs> I don't know if that's a principle, but I love it. But is that like an anti-sci-fi Star Trek kind of thing? Oh, it might be an anti-sci-fi Star Trek thing. Yeah. I mean, I think you could enjoy Galaxy Quest even if you don't like any of that stuff. Mm, I mean, yeah. you, 
you know, this person, Rain, is not going to see it now based on That's us true. saying it, I assume, if they've got this far in life. Yeah. But maybe you should see Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised. It's I mean, we don't know movie. how far they've gotten in life. Maybe they're a newborn baby. That's true. Yeah. And this email, maybe they've watched it since then. Oh, these are all great points, actually. Yeah. Uh, is there a movie you've never watched out of, like, principle? I'll never. I, d- I don't watch any of the any, anything too... Gross and grisly. But I mean, for no I'm, reason? Kind no, of I just like, don't want to be grossed out. Okay. Did you watch that Terrifier thing, though? No, I'd never watch Terrifier. I don't think okay. I could. Yeah, right. yeah, Too gross and grisly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be grisly. thinking about it. Too gross and grisly. Um, There's also a famous uh, movie called Salo, 100 Days of Sodom, which is like um, it's, a, it's, it's about fascism and, and and aristocrats that are all into like weird torture and all this sort of stuff. And it's like a like an iconic, you know, a, an iconic piece of piece of filmic is. art. Sal S A L O. S A L O, okay. Um and I'm never gonna watch that. Okay. It's, uh, Sounds good. Now it seems gross. <laughs> like I, I the the artistic merit in this instance is irrelevant to me because I'm like, now that seems gross actually. Ninety three. It's from a while ago. There you go. Um yeah, no, I'm also like I don't like Oh, that might be a remake then. Isn't it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't like torture <laughs> porn either. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not, again, it's not a principled thing. It's like I don't. I just don't want to see it for no reason. I guess. Mm. Like I don't mind like gore and stuff, but it kind of has to. It can't be the only thing. That's true. Yeah. You no, know, just like I don't mm. want to watch just people being tortured. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to see that. You know. Mm. Yeah. I only want to watch brands I recognize. Exactly. That's right. It's our favorite thing that we love. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good question though. Mm. I'm trying to think. Principled stand. I mean, I'll I'm never sure rewatch the principal. Very good. Mm. I'm sure when I was younger, people were like, you got to watch. Oh, White Chicks. There's one. Okay. Right. I remember someone told me in 2008 who I was living with, it's like it was like a housemate's cousin or whatever, said that you need to be more open-minded and, and watch the movies white, movie White Chicks. Huh. And I still haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Not because of that, but I'm like, but it's, it's like a broad comedy. Like I wouldn't consider that. No, that's true. Like, yeah. like it's not going to open my yeah, mind yeah, to yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean the principle I think you you um, live by is spite. Yeah. The principle of spite. If somebody will tell you to do something, you will not <laughs> do it. So if you if you want James to not watch your movie, tell him to watch tell it. Tell him to watch it, yeah. No, I don't, no, it depends. If someone was like, oh, you should see this thing, I think you'd like it. Uh-huh. That's I'm not going to be like, no. No. Fuck you. But if they're like, you know, you should watch it because, you know, for whatever reason. Nice. The reason I said before then. Yeah, yeah. But I can't Uh even think of another Mm. example. There you go. Should I watch the movie White Chicks, Mason? Yeah. I'll never watch it. Wow. Yeah. Go on then. Oh, no, I've got one. You sure do. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Wow, that was unprofessionalism worthy of me. I agree. Just then. Uh, this actually, you probably saw this tweet from Sleepy Michu who says, I love the Weekly Planet because you stop paying attention for like two seconds and suddenly Wikipedia Brown, that's you, is playing a character called Mechanic Palpatine or something. And it's true. <laughs> What's he say? What's Palpatine say? He says stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Witness the firepower of this fully operational Subaru WRX. Nice. Something like that, you know? That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah but yeah. you do it. No, you've done it already. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> You like that? That would be fully that would be fully operational, that super WRX. It's great. Right. Well, if inspiration strikes, feel free to swing on around to mechanic palpatine. I'll never do mechanic palpatine <laughs> on principle. But principle palpatine. Oh, that's interesting. Go on. Um how's everything going in class? <laughs> it's fine. Good good to hear. <laughs> 
This feels more Obi Wan than uh, mm, yeah. You're doing the fingers, but yeah. it's not enough. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's got to be more kind of. Uh, mm, I don't know. Yeah, you should work on it. I won't. I will never work on it. <laughs> this one's from Aaron Alice. Oh yes, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Who says with D and D's surge in popularity, what are the chances you'll do a campaign on Big Sandwich? a la do go on, do go on D and D. I uh, love the D&Ds for James and Mace's episodes on Dragon Friends and Dice Paper Roll and also Sans Pants. I uh, love the pod. Keep up the great work. I mean, yeah, we've thought about it. Have we? Haven't we been like, we should probably do D&D at some point, I guess. Have we? Yeah, probably. All right, then. We'd Just have, the two of us? No, we need a third and fourth person probably. Mm. Yeah, would you do it? Sure. Yeah, I probably would. I think we'd probably put on... With this surge of popularity and this is a brand we recognize. And you could also do one of your famous characters like Palpatine's The Principal or whatever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He'd be like, witness the firepower of this fully operational classroom. <laughs> exactly. I was going yeah. to say assembly hall. Or oh, something. that'd be good. Yes, 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 yes. Very good. Sports shed <laughs> with all the equipment. Yeah, that's with right. With all the jump ropes. <laughs> but yeah. he wouldn't be involved in the day to day because he's the principal. No, you got you got to be involved in everything as the principal. Okay, it's a very right. difficult job and I would never do it. Mm. Yeah, I hope. I had a dream I was a teacher last night. It was terrible. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Mason, what's next? Well, here's an email from John. John? That's right. Uh, Hey, guys, at the time of writing, I've not yet seen Renfield. I'm sure it's great. I wanted to ask you both, are there too many movies with Draculas in them right now? Mm, Good question. There's quite a few. In 2021 and 2022, we had Blood Red Sky, Morbius and Day Shift. Now there's Renfield. The trailer for The Last Voyage of Demeter was just released. There's a Dracula movie in development that might be directed by Chloe Zhao. Ooh. A Nosferatu movie by Robert Edgar, Eggers. That's, that's been that's been on Willem Dafoe. In it that's been it? on the boil for years. Yeah. And Blade, plus a bunch of other stuff. I'm sure. Anyway, the question is: Should they stop making Draculas? They all sound very different, though. I think that's it's true. fine. I think uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a bit of there's a lot of variety in what you can do with a Dracula, mm. different eras and that's whatnot. That's true. Yeah. So I've I've seen and enjoyed some of those and some of the upcoming yeah, yeah. ones. I also think I could enjoy. What about Dracula same. 2000 remake? I've never seen Dracula 2000 remake. Oh. Have you? Well, what well, doesn't exist? I'm saying they could do a remake. Of I Dracula haven't seen 2000. it, Mason. Okay, I right. couldn't tell you what it was like. Mm. Well, it doesn't exist. That's it what I'm telling you. It doesn't exist. So yeah. we're saying there should be a remake. What if that. Palpatine, but he was a Dracula, Mason? Here we go. Yes, <laughs> it's good, right? <laughs> I've got a tweet here uh-huh. from Nate. Mm-hmm. Harris, mm-hmm. who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, John Wick, Dungeons and Dragons and Super Mario Bros. coming out, back to back to back, three great movies in a row for what feels like the first time in a long time. So how do you feel about that? Do you think we're having a bit of a good run at the moment of movies this year? I feel like there's been some already some some good big hits. Absolutely, yeah. Stuff that's happened, which is yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, and again, I, I'm happy people enjoyed Mario, but for me that was the... The, maybe the, yeah, the biggest know, dip for the, me personally, dip, but yeah. man, yeah, like John Wick 4 was great, yeah. uh, et cetera. Other Dungeons movies. & Dragons will never get a sequel now because <laughs> it's not doing well. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah so, that's a shame. Know, that is a shame. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's good to see good things though. Mm. But even Mario wasn't like fucking disgusting, you know? Yeah, it yeah. was well, like, yeah. It was not atrocious. No. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Uh, anything else, Mason? Oh, here's an email from Spike. Spike? Yeah, that's right. Uh, first time email a long time listener. I'm uh, uh, you've helped me through a lot of tough times in my life from being in high school into finally applying for university for a film production course. Woo! That's right. My question is this: I've been rewatching the John Wick films, and I'm wondering if you can think off the top of your head any movies that uh, repaired an iconic movie duo. Obviously, I'm thinking ah. of Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne, but can you think of any others? John Wick, Lawrence Fishburne, repairing. Well, there's, we talked about this earlier, but The Sting and 
Butch Cassidy. That's right. That's a repairing, isn't it? That is. So it cannot it cannot be a sequel. Mm-hmm. It has to be these two people were in a thing and now they're in another thing. That's right. Yes. God damn. Mm. That's but tough. yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Butch Cassidy. So Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Yep. Wonderful, wonderful team up. Iconic duos. <laughs> how do you how do you Google this? Iconic Reunite. acting duos. Yeah, I guess sure. Again, I've said this before. I think there should be more of these pairings. I think. What about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I mean, they're back for air, That's what aren't I'm they? Saying, man. They're back for air. What a wonderful duo. What a wonderful duo. Oh, my God. They could they could repair for just, you know, endless um, brands. That's true. Stories of brands. Stories of brands. They could bring them back because I'm sure a lot of brands had two guys behind them. No doubt. <gasps> movement watches, James. <laughs> they could come back. They could come back and, and tell the story of movement watches about two. They could come back and just endless. Just endless uh, <laughs> podcast sponsorship origin stories about two guys who got sick of the mid- the middleman. They man. wanted to cut out the middleman and right. make who could be watches. The, so it could be Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Who could be the middleman? Who's a guy that would be exactly who'd be who'd be a good foil for them every time? Someone who's always kind of like, give me a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a real one of those Paul guys. Giamatti. Yeah, like a real Paul Jeremy Gi- Piven. Yes, <laughs> give rough. me some of that. <laughs> no, the end they. Dump a bucket of paint on him or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they get out perfect. of there. Uh, here's a pairing. But I was, yes, a guy. Uh, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. That's true. I mean, sure, they're not in, they're, they've done three rom coms together, <laughs> and one of them is good. That's right. The first one, and 51st Dates is weird. Here's one that you love uh-huh. Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. They, yeah, of course. They reunited for Men in Black International. Europe or whatever. The one that was no good. The one that was, do you know what nearly happened? Go on. What was it? It was. Tim Allen and Tom Hanks were nearly in the Jungle Cruise movie. I think that was the initial idea. Oh, wow. That they were the Jungle Boat captains. Okay. So that's look, fun. I've said this before, but I quite like The Rock and Ryan Reynolds doing their thing. Yeah, sure. You know, Red Notice, obviously, we also Red Notice and loved it. But I would love to see them reteamed again. I think that'd be cool. Well, they were Hobbs and Shaw, weren't they? They were in Hobbs and Shaw. They were in Hobbs and Shaw. Mm. What about this one? Meg Ryan and Thomas Hankster. That's true. That's a good one. See, these are bring back these duos. I agree. What was the one you said earlier? After Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy, uh, Adam Sandler. Sorry, the dog is trying to get it. Before that. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, that one? Yes. I would love to see Hemsworth and Thompson in. They've been in like four movies together. Something else, though. I think think they work well together, and I would love to see them in more movies. What about Julia? Just a regular movie about regular people. What about Julia Robertson? um, What's his name? George Clooney. Oh, yeah. They recently did a movie together. That's a true. I'm getting up to see what the dog's doing. Okay. Probably nonsense. Uh, what about Kiwi Kwan and Harrison Ford when they hugged that time recently? That's right. And then they were in that movie together. Just they could just do a series of hugs. I think that would be beautiful. Hugs you know? In different environments. Exactly. Paris hug. <laughs> New York hug. New York City, baby. Shopping center hug. What about Ryan Reynolds and I oh know they're not they're not, I was gonna say Hugh Jackman, but they just do social media things. That's right. They? Actually, and quite frankly, I'm sick to death of it. <laughs> Stop doing that. If they could be an iconic duo that stops being an iconic duo. <laughs> no, but I mean, I would like to see them in an actual movie together. I mean, I know well, they, they are. are. They're you're in Lark Mason. The Wolverine Origins, not yeah. that one. A different movie. Is Emma Stone with um, uh, Ryan Gosling in more than one movie? Because uh, they seem like they're always hanging out. La La Land? Yeah. Emma Stone. I was going to say The Notebook, but that was Rachel McAdams, wasn't it? Movies, yeah. That's right. 
Oh, they were in Gangster Squad together. And Crazy Stupid Love. I knew it, Mason! Mm. Gangster Squad, who cares? But those other two, uh-huh. they've got excellent chemistry. Mm. And that's cool. So there you go. There's some iconic duos. More for iconic you. duos than you'd think. I think they should reteam uh, Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss for something. Yeah, they could do a Matrix movie again. No, I don't want that. I want it. They could thing. be in the future. A, reg- a different movie. Where they movie. repaired and then Keanu Reeves has big push powers and he goes, Ugh. I don't like and that. And someone goes, Ugh. That sounds bad. It's, to me, that sounds very bad. No, I think it would be very meta. It sounds very bad in a way that in 10 years I might look back and go, oh, that was pretty good actually. I don't know. When the action's probably not, it yeah, didn't, maybe yeah, didn't hold probably up. Has, probably has deeper levels of meaning. Yeah. That sounds like something that I would think about that in 10 years. Well, I think maybe you'll look back and think it was always not that good, Mason. <laughs> good. Yeah. That seems to require less thinking, so I'll go with that one. <laughs> cool. Any other iconic duos? No, but I love all those duos. Me too. Email in, folks, with your iconic duos or tweet at us. We're more likely to see it because there's less spam. And you can't say us, even though we know it already. That's right. Yeah, yeah. you know? Mm. We're flattered, but it's less lazy thinking. you gotta, you got to think beyond that, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anything else, Mason? Uh, that's the whole show, I think. Wow! Thanks to the Auntie Donna boys for coming in. If, in fact, they did. We recorded this in <laughs> advance. And what if they cancel tomorrow? <laughs> We don't then know. what do we do? What do we do? This is the show then. That's this the show. Thing, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a reminder that our Resident Evil commentary is now up at bigsandwich.co if you are interested. We Resident Evil commentary, the first Resident Evil. Good movie. I'm very interested. <laughs> you were there, yeah. Yeah, yeah cool, Pretty cool. Good. good movie? Movie. It was de- undeniably a movie. Great stuff. Back in the day when movies were like real movies, you know? Ah, it's like a real movie. I think I do have a line like that at one point where I'm like, look, it's a real corridor. And right. like I just I got caught this moment of like, look, they've stacked up some boxes and everything. They've really done it. <laughs> they have absolutely, they have gone above and beyond. They've gone the extra mile. This is, this is cinema, my That's friends. Right. They've stacked those boxes. Like Martin Scorsese himself, you know, <laughs> he probably did a, one, a once over in that set. He, they brought him in and he just nudged one of the boxes over slightly and they're like, thank you, Marty. God, how does he do it? That's incredible. Pure art to street. Did you see, uh, what is it, Killers of the Flower Moon's going to be three hours and 54 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Why not? You Why not? It's a million. Let's yeah. make a four-hour movie. Yes. Fuck it. Why not? Mm-hmm. DiCaprio and who else is in that one image they've released where he's like, mm. he looks like a frog. He's like, it's mm. just that. It's four hours of them shuffling around a room. I don't know, a lady, some <laughs> some lady. And good on her, I think. A good on her, yeah. Could be anybody. Could be Frances McDormand. Could be Rachel McAdams. Killers of the... Flower mo- what what is it about? Let me just oh Brendan Fraser's in it. That's cool. Members of a oil wealthy Osage nation are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the twenties. Oh well, that sounds fun. Oh my god. Oh my god. Good cast though. De Niro's in it. God, imagine if Robert De Niro was played by Emperor Palpatine. Now see, that's all face because it's like, you know, <laughs> are you talking to me? Love it. Nice. Nice. Don't make me go raging bull on you. You're welcome. Mm. You got one? Um, I'm just a taxi driver. <laughs> Ridiculous show, Mason. Ridiculous and it's just, not, it's just not good. Iconic, <laughs> I think. Okay. We're an iconic brand now. <laughs> oh, that I, that I like. Yeah, that. that's pretty good, right? Yeah. We're a brand you recognise. <laughs> Oh, I saw this thing just quickly on Reddit. Somebody put, um, uh, what's a good podcast to listen to? And there was like thousands of comments, but a bunch of people put our. Um, thousands like, of comments about us? I don't know if it was thousands. It was at least dozens. So I, I appreciate that. I love that. that about us. Yeah. And the listeners. I agree. Mm. All right. Should we move it along? Folks, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. One billion trillion percent. A billion times. That's right. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I genuinely have lost the thread. Uh, it's early in the morning, and by early I mean it's 2 p.m. <laughs> I've not been awake for a very long time. <laughs> Folks, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you uh, for subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for telling your friends about the podcast. That's right. Because that is how we get more listeners. And thank you for leaving a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. James, I wonder, does he have some there? Got a couple here. It's from Jared Watts, who gave us five stars in-app. Just use your app of choice, Mason. He says, how many times do I need to watch Snake Eyes? Love the pod and everything that comes with it, but I can't help question if we'll ever get our review. There is a window next week. That We're going to talk about the new Evil Dead movie mm-hmm. and then the movie Snake Eyes. That's right. Uh, this one is from Woo Back Baby 31 who says, <laughs> five stars. Did you know you can leave a review in app? This is the best damn podcast for comic book movie news. I listen to these guys so much uh, that my inner monologue is Australian. Yeah, that's right. That's good stuff. Uh, folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Bandcamp. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet subreddit and Discord if you want to have fun Correct. chats about podcasting and pop culture. Woo. It's all over there. There's so many members. You can have a great old time. You can meet some new friends on the internet. Yeah, tell them what's and when up. has that ever been a bad thing, meeting strangers on the internet? Never. Never. Never, never, ever. Right. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies to chuck in a buck or any amount you would not miss. Or if you're a big spender, you go to bigsandwich.co for nine US dollars per month. You get bonus podcast movie commentaries. Uh, Early videos, you get a bad free podcast feed, you get a Let's Plays, you get all sorts of stuff. If you want to follow some people on the internet, you can first follow our friend Rob Collings. He's (laughs) at Rob Collings on Twitter. He's at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. You can follow both of those if you want. Uh, all updates on our socials and all the stuff we're getting up to and all funny funny little edits and little thingy-majiggies and and so forth and uh, little bits of uh, magic. Bits and bobs. You can also follow uh, me at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and Nick Maso on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. We've got a TikTok as well, right? Uh, yeah, we do, yeah. Follow the TikTok. It's doing okay from do- my understanding. And that's well, cool. I think it would probably do better if we mentioned it ever. No, TikTok does its own thing. I have no idea how it works. And okay, I don't great. know if you can affect TikTok externally. What do you think we are? You think we're Weekly Planet Pod on TikTok? Don't know. Great question, I isn't pop it? In every now we and might then. be the week the weekly planet. We might just be. Mm. The important thing is that it happens. That's right. Yeah. Thank you to the Root and the Bass Lexicon Rackham for all our musical themes. T shirts, you get them at tpublic.com, as well as other things, I think. You probably get a, the logo on a you know, one of those things you stubby holder. No, no stubby holder, whatever. Yeah, a bag or something. Tote yeah. bag, probably a tote bag. <laughs> probably a tote bag. A tote bag. A tote's bag. Tote's bag. Tote's bag. Uh next week, as mentioned, snake eyes and the other thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Thank what you week very it's gonna be. Thank you very, very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. That's right. Grab that jammy, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. What would Palpatine say, though? What would he say? See um, you next Tuesday. Because he's rude, Mason. <laughs> well, okay. Rude All right. Yeah, Are there okay. Tuesdays in the Star Wars universe? Probably. Mm, what other days of the week? They're probably called, like, Blocks and Seven or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I'm really going. But unless you've got something to say. <laughs> Do you have something to say? Wow, it's Hump Blorkston, they would say. <laughs> Thank God I've got my calf, they would say. <laughs> no, that's the whole show, I reckon. <laughs> Just hit the button. I hit the right button. Love it. Okay, remember that button next time. I will with the orange one. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, 
edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.